officers of the RepDetect unit deal with crime at all the levels of Los Angeles in the future. Replicants work alongside humans in an uneasy truce. This is Burning Bright, a noir detective story of a rampant capitalist future using the Blade Runner RPG on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. It's Tuesday. That means it's time for Burning Bright here on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Um, I'm Kadave, your friendly uh, deputy chief, according to the titles. <laughs> so sometimes I forget what, what I'm doing until someone reminds me. So um, uh, this is Burning Bright, our Blade Runner RPG from Free League Publishing. Um, we are on session four. If you're interested in catching up on any previous sessions you might have missed, um, you certainly can do that at happyjacks.org slash burningbright. Um, and once again, I covered up the other things I'm supposed to say at the beginning. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, this game is an M-rated experience. Uh, there is every possibility that there will be sexy times and murder times and descriptions of how those both could happen. I don't know. Uh, maybe they're the same happening. I don't know. <laughs> things can happen. It's Los Angeles in a rather lawless period of the future. So all kinds of things can go on. Uh, so if that's not your jam, feel free to check out a number of other shows from Happy Jacks uh, available on YouTube for an archive of things and then running concurrently with this that are a little more, uh, you know, PG-13 or PG. Um, the other thing that's important on that same note is that we are avid believers in safety tools. Uh, before our game started, we did a Lines and Veils document, so we all knew comfort levels and what things were just not going to happen uh, right off the bat. And then we also have employed uh, X-card buttons around the table. Yeah, digital X-cards for an analog game. It's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, it's super fancy in here. Thanks. Thanks, Patreon. Uh, but um, if anything goes in a direction that someone at the table doesn't like... For whatever reason, never feel bad about hitting the X card. That We're here to have fun. I've said that many times. And having fun is not about hurting the feelings or making people at the table feel bad. Um, that's great. Let's go around the table. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm Joey. Uh, he, him pronouns. And I am playing Gavin Huxley, the fixer of the group who is still, as far as you know, the only human in the village. <laughs> is he? For now. I mean... I have two names. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Starting strong. <laughs> I have two names. Get good and get a second name. <laughs> Hi, my name's Cousteau. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Fior Ritari, the veteran seasoned experienced campaigner in the group um city speaker uh also lapd um and i have uh, awakened to my true replicant destiny and you're Fior... definitely a veteran <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely true and Fior uses he him pronouns as well um hi everybody i'm kai i use he they and she pronouns and uh today we'll be playing Haru, who's never done a thing wrong in their pretty little life. Uh, and they use they-them pronouns. They're a replicant investigator. Um, and, you know, nothing to worry about 
whatsoever. They're very um, on the straight and narrow. Right? Right. <laughs> Definitely. Harder's also a compulsive liar. <laughs> what? Surely not. Hi, everybody. I'm Sam. I use she, her pronouns. Um, and I play Kestrel, who is just a very chill dog owner. Um, <laughs> She's very chill? Yeah. We're very transparent <laughs> lot, aren't we? We're just like... No, not at all. No. Uh, she is the enforcer of the group. Uh, very grumpy, but ha- does in fact have a giant dog. Um, also a replicant. All right. Uh, it's been a little while since we played, so we're going to go over some of the events of our last episode. Um, first thing that we started off with was uh, last episode. I'm very excited to say that we managed to catch up and get all the experience done uh, for promotion points and humanity points. Uh, so we're starting fresh today, like we should, uh, and then we'll go from there at the end of tonight's session. Um, we had just about everybody visit the Aurelian shop <laughs> last episode. <laughs> Uh, Gavin was the only person that didn't stop by, which I was waiting for you to right. be like, I think I'm going to go check out butterflies. The day is early. <laughs> this poor guy that's like, I thought that I was running a quiet little business here, and apparently half of the LAPD knows. <laughs> and some person that didn't introduce themselves or say anything about what they're doing here. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... They had uh, an anonymous visitor that smashed the hell out of one of their butterflies. Uh, they had a visit from a friendly LAPD officer. Uh, super friendly. Uh, and then they had somebody that didn't even come inside. So the old man knows nothing about Fior's visit. But uh, uh, Fior managed to meet up with uh, Styles, a replicant model 8 that uh, should be on the retirement list. But Fior has decided to help him out and let him get a chance to get out of the city before he is caught by someone less forgiving. Um, and maybe get in contact with Leah at the same time. Hopefully. Um, you all took some time and prepared uh, some information about uh, Jensen Michaels, one of the Kill Magazine writers. Uh, you got some more information about Jell Shilar uh, himself, the publisher of Kill Magazine. Uh, you got some information about some folks that have known gun ownership in, in that group, mm-hmm. um, as well as some people that have pushed right up to the line with, um, you know, violating public order uh, in various ways. Uh, you've also discovered some things about uh, replicants that have protested the magazine mm-hmm. and might have a grudge against these Kill Magazine folks. Um, let's see. Am I missing anything? That I We had some downtimes, mm-hmm. so everybody had a chance to have some downtime. We were going to do training. We were going to spend... Oh, that's right. You guys did do your training, so you got to spend some of your humanity points to get some... Or promotion points, whichever one you were doing. Yep. To get either new skills or new uh, special. I just almost got mugged. You did. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did have I didn't know such thing as productive training. <laughs> the shortest chase in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, you get some cardio in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About a block of it. All right, yeah. I'm going to get out of these people's way. Oh, oh, hey, look, there's the police. How, how fortuitous. Um, yeah. So, uh, it sounded like our decision point for the beginning of this game was going to be people that are going to go to Kill Magazine and people that aren't. Mm-hmm. 
So I'll let you guys figure out where you're going to go there. Um, other things on the table to visit clue-wise, you've still got... Um, Haru, you still have information about somebody else that's out there that nobody's visited yet from the back of your photograph. Yep. Uh, you have... Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, the possibility of more information coming back from Styles or from the tracked uh, KIA for Leah. Right. Um, then there's uh, the nebulous what's going on with the Wallace people because they were angry you hadn't solved this in 24 hours already. Um, and that they had to deal with, uh, you know, quashing the Kill Magazine story. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anything else that I'm not remembering that you guys talked about wanting to put on the list? Cool. I think as we're swapping details from this last shift, when we've all gathered a lot of information and stuff, um, uh, it sounded to my memory like we were looking at all possibly ending up at kill, which might be a little overkill. <laughs> there we go. All right, we've started. Um, and so if it looks like everyone is going to go, then Hari might go do something else. My idea was to set up a meeting with Jensen Michaels and since we met on a social occasion the first time, try to pull him away from Kill on a social occasion. Yes, that's right. We're going to prep. And then uh, get some information, and then maybe he goes out a window. I don't know. That sounds big. familiar. But I don't know that Kestrel and Fjord were planning to go there. We had just basically come to an agreement that... Oh, yeah. We had a conversation about uh, that Leah should be, and or uh, oh, yeah. Styles should be left alone. And frame. And frame the kill people, the yeah. People. Yeah. Um, I think you, Gavin had talked to Kestrel about going to kill. Yes. With him kind of as like muscle backup, mm -hmm. which she is fine with. Yeah, we could definitely do that. I can even just bring him to you. Mm-hmm. Let's meet at this place. Oh, look, here's my friend. Oh, look, the ground. Don't mind her. <laughs> he doesn't even have to see me. <laughs> I not even see it coming. That's, that's amazing. Assassin. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, then if not going to kill... Uh, this is a really fun name of a magazine. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank you for naming it that. Um, oh, my gosh. Um, if we're not directly going to kill, I think then Hari wouldn't go alone either. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll, um, be going back to headquarters to look into some things. And they are that vague about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, the plan then is make contact with Jensen Michaels and lure him to some other location. Mm-hmm. Where at least the two of you are going to be there, Fior, is that your plan too? You're going to go along with that, or? <laughs> and I'm thinking. Sure, sure. Loading. Loading. So I'm trying to recall what we agreed. So what we agreed, if I can just get the thread of what we said, that'll help me decide. We are going to frame the kill people. I'm into it. I'm. We have a kill person. 
mm-hmm. to frame. Yeah. He was at the scene of the crime. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were already there fighting with the guy. It's not our victim. Like, that's not real hard to just yeah. zhuzh some evidence in that direction. So that's who we, yeah, that's who we pointed out in our conversation. That person was who we were going to frame. So then I would yeah. go with you. Yeah. I feel like you're a little stealthier than me. So if we're going to plant evidence, she would be like, this is your... Okay. You're going to do that. Right. All right. If he notices and needs to be knocked out, I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> All right, then I feel, um, yeah, I feel good about going then. Okay. And okay. I'm going to use the Esper, I'm going to try and go use the Esper wall secretly. Sure. We're going to see how well secretly goes. That's, that's <laughs> perfect. Oh, Lord. Do we need to, I didn't expend my, is it humanity points or promotion points for the martial arts training? Uh, I think that's the promotion, promotion point promotion. gets you that. Yeah, because that's okay. what I did also. Okay. How many was it? Sorry, I don't know. I can get you that information in a second. Member? Four. Member? Four. Oh, okay. Judging by my erased promotion points. <laughs> That's a good thing. Oh, I thought it was five. Or is it five? It might be five. I have five erased, but I might have erased one extra. I'll look it up in the book in a second. Thanks. Sounds you. good. <laughs> it's at least four. At <laughs> least four. Okay, I'm losing four in adding martial arts. And away we go. All right. Well, let's start with the Esper Wall and we'll move on to the killing of Hill. Cool. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you get to headquarters. Yeah. Um, you can get all the way into... Yeah, I go here. Yeah. It's no problem. <laughs> Supposedly. Uh, you get there, and now I have completely forgotten, and I didn't bring my note cards for the NPCs I make. Our gun-friendly yes, guy. Yes, the gun-toting... Uh, can I read my own handwriting? Yeah. Probably not. Challenge round. Uh, use this for... Wait. Mm, nope. <laughs> okay. Well, the NPC we have in question of an anonymous name that I can't recall right the second uh, is the... He has the hobby of going shooting every day after his shift, uh, and he keeps buying more and more questionable arms and armament from Bullet Bob. Um, and, uh, yeah. So he's... Like we said before, he's probably the expert marksman of the LAPD because of his amount of practice. Um, but he's also just terrible at his job and does not give a shit about the Esper Wall. Yeah. Um, and I think Haru has a pretty good understanding of everyone's opinion of them at the LAPD, which is not great. Um, and so they start with an opener of... Um, I think um, essentially a brown paper bag, an equivalent of. Okay. With ammo, and then underneath the ammo is money. Oh. <laughs> all right. All right. So use a Shinyan point. Yes. Uh, and then you can just show up at this guy's desk and clunk down a bag. You know, I heard a rumor that you are such a good marksman, and a friend of mine happen to have an excess of ammo. And so I thought this would go to a good, you know, owner. Oh, well, how, how nice. How nice. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I, I will certainly put it to good use. I, uh... And he kind of hefts the bag and goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you could, like, hear yeah. that there's more than just bullets in there. I was wondering if I could, um, borrow this a little bit more discreetly. Um... 
I'll be honest, it's girlfriend problems. Oh. I I I understand. I understand. Um I uh I know a place that has great chai. I'll go get some. It <laughs> sounds you know what? Yeah. You should do that. Yeah. Uh so just lock up when you're done. Yeah. And I'll be back in like an hour. Yeah, I'll take good care of it. All right. Uh, if any, if the whole wall turns red, you should make a phone call and tell some people. I will. Do Other that. than that, eh, you can ignore it. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> hopefully the chai is piping hot. Oh, it'll be great. It's great. Yeah. Potter is not going to mess around with trying to actually please somebody today. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so he grabs up the, the paper sack and walks out and he kind of peeks inside and goes, oh, I think he wasn't even sure there was going to be ammo in it. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, oh, how delightful. And it's the like, the everything that was actually loaded in Haru's gun, basically, just oh, sorry, on the sorry. top of it. And that's it. <laughs> Barely failed. Well, um, we've established he's, he's more than willing to accept that kind of manipulation. Yep. So, no problem. And in the past... Haru might have used it for more personal uses. Today, it's still kind of personal, but they're going to use it to investigate the picture okay. from the uh, apartment. Okay. So what about the picture specifically are you looking up? Um, I think that the first thing that they would want to look up is the information on the back, which I don't have on hand at this moment. I have a photo uh, of a, it. It was a, a name written there that said Doc Badger. Yes, Doc Badger. That's the one. So searching like who that would be if there's any LAPD record of them, that kind of stuff. Uh, so, one second. Uh, you get the computer to give you an image of Doc Badger. There's the note. Oh, I know Doc Badger. Yeah. Yes. Uh, as portrayed by uh, who was in the movie, I believe. Was he in the movie? He's definitely in the in Black Lotus. That's yes. what I'm thinking. Yes. Of. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, also, probably more famous as the "I am the captain now" guy in Captain Phillips, the film. Yeah. The actor that I do not recall his name at the moment. I apologize. There's only room for so many names. Um, he runs a pawn shop. Um. In Sector 5. So you get that information fairly easily. Like, you don't even need to roll for that. Cool. Um, you probably have some notes in the system that come up about him that are um, from other investigations. Uh, people that have gone there looking for stolen merchandise, stuff like that. Uh, he runs a fairly clean shop. I mean, nobody's ever caught him with stolen goods. Um, although a lot of suspicion falls on him because nobody runs that clean a shop, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's a little weird. Yeah. Um, but he also has a reputation of being able to find whatever people want, right? Cool. He's one of those, uh, oh, you're looking for, you know, a 1920s Art Deco wedding ring? Let me get on that. Yeah. Um, that kind of That kind of guy. Um, and I think Haru is satisfied with that because you now they have a next step with that. But the other thing that they're going to try and look up is um, 
information on the trees? Any kind of reference to trees, especially ones growing in Los Angeles? Okay. Um... Okay. Why don't you do a intelligence tech roll? Yeah, it might not be good, but... I think I'm okay at that. Let's double check and find out. You're going to get... It's a vague enough Google search that yeah. you're going to get lots of hits that aren't yeah. helpful to you. So this is kind of how well you're able to narrow down. That's the wrong diet. Okay. Hey, one success. Okay. Um, there is a very exclusive arboretum okay. uh, that is up on like the 200th floor of one of the big buildings downtown. Um, that has examples of native Los Angeles plants that uh, is sponsored by a, a, a family that's just known for being excessively wealthy. They, they're one of the people that operate like the off-world colony shuttles. Um, so they have money to burn on sure. trying to keep real plants alive. I have an exhibit of trees. Okay. Uh, you, you find that. Uh, with the success, I will also give you that other than that, the only trees in Los Angeles are in private hands or uh, either artificial or experiential, right? So with uh, the advent of holographic technology, there's places where you can go and look up various trees, what they look like and that kind of thing display-wise, but but the real deal. Yeah, yeah. There's only the one publicly accessible place. And even then, public is... Yeah, like they're not going to let me in. Like, you'd have to work at it. Right? Yeah. Like, you might be able to talk your way in there as an LAPD officer or, you know... Which would be really subtle. like that. Um, and then I think Haru would spend probably the last bit of time that they have with the wall chasing down a mystery. Okay. The same mystery that every time they've had access to the Esper Wall, they pursue a fragment of um, looking into um, the mysterious death of a woman that they don't have a name for, they don't really have a description for, and they just keep digging. Okay. Um, why don't you do another intelligence tech role. And this one's going to be a challenge if you get two successes. That's kind of your entry point. I got two successes. All right. Work. Um, so, you do... You, you spend... like the, Your first two searches were literally like the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the hour that you have. The rest of this time, you are just diving through you know, mortality reports and lists of crimes and everything possibly related to this memory that you're searching down. Uh, but you do uncover some information about uh, how Wallace Corp with new the new Nexus models has been outsourcing their memory creation uh, 
and specifically the one that has popped up in the news feeds recently is a place called Lilith Memory Labs that uh, specifically has done uh, some work with the early Nexus models that was about using traumatic memories to keep replicants more in line. Almost as a, you better do what you're told or bad things happen, like remember when you were a kid or remember earlier in your life. You didn't do what you were supposed to and something terrible happened. So listen to your superiors and do what you're told. Otherwise, who knows what's going to happen again? That kind of a thing. So like Lilith Memory Labs is the pioneer of this trauma enforcement, I guess would be the term. Mm -hmm. uh, and you specifically find an article in Synth Magazine. All right. Oh, hold on. Uh, handout. Uh, it's Q. Clue, Clue Q. Q. Oh, oh, shit. I still got that one up. Go away. Clue Q. Nope. That's P. That's because I hit the wrong one. Damn. There it is. There you go. Nailed it. I think as um, Haru sees it and reads it, it's almost like uh, a record needle getting stuck in a groove where they try and dismiss it. Sure. And every single time they go to navigate away from it, they come back to it again. And so then they go back and dig a little bit deeper and dig a little bit deeper until they get the magazine article. Because um, I think that they're resistant to actually solving this problem. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to accept that I found something. Yeah. 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 But they I do get... take note of that. Um, and they tell no one of any of this information. <laughs> That's great. We already know about Lilith's memory, though. You do. You know a little bit about Just that, it. Yeah. That's, that's all we know. Yeah. That it exists. That's yeah. One, that was one of the uh, uh, the early articles on that newspaper from the very beginning. A few shifts ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Chimago Dominguez. All right. Uh, that's what that name is. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. I couldn't read it. <laughs> that's exactly what that is. <laughs> But that's not the name of no, the, no. that NPC. Mm -hmm. the... Dang. I'm annoyed at myself. because I. He's in there somewhere, rolling yeah. around. After the last game, when I took home all of the stuff from making cocktails, I cleaned out my bag, and I set everything out on the table, and then I packed all of the normal stuff back up, but I, I make a little, like, 3 by 5 card pile of NPCs I think might return, mm. and I totally left those on the table. Because I'm smart. It's all right. I, I bribed him. He's gone. Yes. <laughs> Not a problem. For now. He doesn't need to come back this episode. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so, cool. You're yeah. all good? Oh, yeah. Great. Let's move on to the kill killing. <laughs> Somewhere the name oh. of the episode is Overkill, kill, kill, yeah. overkill. Kill, overkill? <laughs> yeah. That might be That's good. That's a banger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so, so you go ahead. Your plan is? My plan is to lure him away from Kill uh, on a social call, mm -hmm. get him talking by saying that I maybe want to give him an inside scoop on an article, uh, unnamed source in the police department, blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure. Uh, leading him to this undisclosed location, and then we do what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So, uh, you, um, why don't we start with your phone call? Yeah. So, you get a hold of Jensen Michaels. He picks up the phone. Um, and it's nearing dinner time, so it wouldn't be hard to convince somebody that you want to meet for dinner and have a discussion. But why don't you do uh, empathy manipulation? Yeah, to, let's do that. Just to see how successful yeah, you are convincing him yeah. that this is not a horrible trap. Well, come with me to a secondary location. This is not a trap. <laughs> not a trap. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Do you hear that dice? It's fine. It's fine. Uh, well, that is an eight and a ten. Yeah. So three yeah. successes. It's super fine. So uh, you. Uh, it's like as soon as he picks up the phone, he's like, "Oh, I've been hoping I'd hear from you. Like, what's going on?" He is hundred percent on board, right? Um, uh, with your extra success, is there anything in particular you'd want him to bring? Ooh, um, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. I mean, ideally, anything that he has on. Anything he has on the case, okay. if he's writing, assuming he's writing some kind of article for it. Sure so thing. any any information he has, uh, maybe even his like ID, okay. so we can use that to get into kill at some point if we need to. Okay, things of that nature. Like let's sure sure let's see what we can. So he'll bring like a you know a crystal drive with. All of the information he has for his new articles. Okay, like. cool. Yeah, because he's very excited to show you about. Oh yeah. The new article, like he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got, I've got some great information. You know, Wallace Corp was shutting us down after the last article, and it's all a conspiracy. Oh, don't even get me started on Wallace Corp. Yeah. So he is, he is ready to blab as much as he's. You can tell he's excited because he's also going to be trying to get information out. Oh yeah, and I'm definitely letting him think that he's going to get information. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, sure. What kind of place do you want to have him meet you? Um, let's... So I think we're going to... Let's do a full secondary location. We'll do dinner somewhere okay. unassuming. And then after that, lure him to it with a let's go back to my place, wink, wink moment. Oh, and right. then oh. go to some other location where people are lying in wait to... People. There are people to me. To do to do that thing. Now we're people. <laughs> I never said you weren't people. You still think Fjord is a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I know Fjord is a human. And is he gonna disagree with you? I don't think so. I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that so is, yeah. He comes to dinner um, and immediately shows you some of the stuff he has. Like he's got phone records from Wallace to. Uh, some of the big like billboard advertisement companies that Wallace doesn't own to, to take down their ads that they paid for and replace them with the the giant yeah uh, uh, joy ads. Um, he's got uh, a couple other seemingly wildly unrelated to you like assaults around town like that he's blaming on wild replicants running loose in Los Angeles. So, like, this piece is definitely not as reality-based as the last one, uh, because he's just coming up with crimes to fear. Right. The last one right. worked so well because he was actually there. Right. 
but he's trying to recreate that for the next issue. Right. Uh, even though he, he has no further proof of replicant crime. Um, so it's all anonymous, vaguely sourced, you know, on a street in, you know, the, the dusty part of uh, Animoid Row. There were some people there spotted that were violent. Uh, you know, um, some reports of like a shopkeeper dealing with someone <laughs> smashing up their shit, stuff like that. That could never happen. Right, that's insane. So, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of replicant would do that? Makes no sense whatsoever. One that's very normal. Perfectly so, normal. Um, well adjusted. So it's it's all that kind of stuff. That's what you get at dinner. Okay. Um, why don't you do uh, another empathy manipulation? Okay. Empathy and manipulation. Um, just to just to see how convinced he is the uh that is an eight and a two okay so he's he's willing to accept the idea that you're like actually interested and mm-hmm. so he's ready to follow you somewhere great so, yeah so yeah. I, I i lead on with you know i i want to talk to you about some things but we can't really talk about it in public because it's an open investigation and things of that nature um but why don't we why don't we go back to my place for drinks and we oh, can sure talk more and yada 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 and perfect wink wink nudge yeah, nudge yeah. wink wink nudge nudge the oh, fenestrate <laughs> <laughs> that's how that always goes yeah <laughs> I didn't say how hard I was nudging him and where <laughs> that's all fair so, some people just uh, need a little push so off you go mm-hmm. to what's the agreed location it definitely shouldn't be your actual house. Oh, absolutely not. I've already covered up one murder there. I mean, what? Who said that? Who's talking? <laughs> um, I feel like Kestrel would know of, like, some unoccupied buildings. Yeah. Abandoned <laughs> places are not hard to find. No. So if it's just an anonymously abandoned flat yeah. or warehouse space, that's fine. No problem. I just kind of wanted to get a vibe in my head of what kind of place you wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you get there. It's... Uh, in my head, I have a picture of like the apartment from Big. Oh, oh yeah, right? like the big industrial yes. elevator that takes yeah. you up to very it. loft moment. Yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, that yeah. kind of deal. Uh, but dirty and full of trash and rats. And oh yeah, not even real rats, maybe. Animoid rats. Scene, <laughs> scenery. Well, yeah, you know they're setting the mood. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I buy rats. <laughs> Exactly, a company that does like rent a rat. Rent a rat. <laughs> so, yeah. I hate it so much. <laughs> For ambiance. It's called rent a tui. Oh! Very good. Wow. We're, we're on one today. <laughs> All right. So, rats included with the temporary use of this flop. You get there. He kind of walks out and he's kind of like, well, this is your place, huh? <laughs> Well, you know, you have to keep a low profile sometimes. This is one of my places. Oh, I was hoping to see one that was worth inhabiting, but I guess. Well, you know, with the information that we're talking about, we can't be too careful. And besides, I mean, am I not enough to look at? Well, sure, but uh, I don't want to touch anything in here except for you. (laughs) Mm. All right. 
So, kind of, kind of weird. Like he's clearly lost some enthusiasm. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Um, I will uh, begin distracting him, allowing my two compatriots to move in and then do what needs to be done. Detain. Detain is the word I was looking for exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, we can get rid of this. Yell surprise. Surprise. Before <laughs> we get there, like while they're having dinner mm-hmm. and whatnot, because um, I was at LAPD headquarters for last shift. Um do we have access to like what's his name? What's our victim's name? Uh, oh, I do have uh, that. Sandor. 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 Yes. Yep. Um, did he have like a locker or something in LAPD headquarters? I'm sure he would have. Yeah. Yeah, which we would need to access for the investigation, obviously. Um, that we could maybe get some personal effects out of to plant on this guy. Okay. Uh, that wouldn't be that hard. Um, why? I'm assuming you want to get into that locker clandestinely. Yeah, I mean, ideally, yes. So, why don't we just do a roll to see if you gathered this stuff? Okay. Uh, So, let's do um, an agility stealth or intelligence tech. Your choice. Could I help? Absolutely. I was there. Because I was at the headquarters. You guys were together at headquarters. Yeah. I have a D10 in agility. I have a D12 in agility, but a 6 in stealth. So do agility. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely agility stealth. By helping, you're lending your agility die. Right. Okay, so so I also get a D10. D10. Great. Okay. All right. Let's frame some guy. Frame a guy. Frame a guy. Frame a guy. You totally get into the locker. It doesn't even look like you jimmied it open. Um, and you acquire a selection of personal items, right? Excellent. Like, there's uh, there's probably uh, like an off-duty wallet with mm-hmm. you know, some money in it and that kind of stuff. There's probably uh, uh, like a backup weapon, mm-hmm. even. Perfect. Um, one of the small little pistols. Okay, that wouldn't be the same caliber bullet as he was murdered with, would it? No. Does not take the forty-four. Okay. Yeah, it's a smaller weapon. The one that's easier to hide. Yeah. But that, like, an off-duty police officer might carry to... Just a sidearm. Just as a backup piece. Yeah. Um, And then various other knickknacks, right? There's a couple of things. Replicants don't... It's not like they have family photos, usually. Sure. (laughs) That kind of thing. They, They might, but... In this case, he was pretty new to the job and uh, that kind of thing. So, uh, so you have acquired those items, no problem. Okay. Fast forwarding back into the scene. Yeah. Uh, they have arrived at this warehouse. What's the plan? Are you just both going to rush out and be like, ah! Or just immediately bull rush him out a window and hope you can shove stuff in his pockets before he falls? <laughs> <laughs> um... How's your slate of hand? I'm guessing that would be stealth agility. Mm-hmm. I have a D8. A D8 um, and a D10. I mean, D8 and D10 is not bad. That's, yeah. So I have a D8 and stealth. Yeah. That's going to be useful. D10 and mobility. 
Okay. So I could help you. It's probably easier if I just help you be stealthy. Yeah. Because you you're the combat expert. All right. I think here's what I'm gonna do. While he's being distracted, uh, I'm gonna grapple this guy, like basically just scruff him and assume that you haven't patted him down. Well, I mean, I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay. That's a different purpose. <laughs> so I'm gonna give him the pat down and slip something in his pocket. Okay. Uh, so again, if you'd like to help, that's fine. So you can get that extra D10. Okay. Uh, so it's again agility stealth. Okay. okay. And as soon as you grab well, him, we're gonna push. Okay. Oh. The dice didn't want to cooperate. Do it better this time. This is a bad guy. Okay. Okay. Uh, six and a ten. Yeah. So three successes. Three successes. So you are able to. Uh, you're planning the gun on him. Uh, I think so. That seems like the most damning. Incriminating. Incriminating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, let's go with the gun. Okay. So you managed to tuck the gun, like, in the waistband of the back of his pants as mm -hmm. you kind of hoist him up. Uh, so it's almost one fluid motion, right? You get behind him, you grab him by the back of the jacket, and you lift, and he's like, ah! <laughs> uh, as he's pulled away from you, he's, ah! And then you're just like, uh, And then you're like, mm, all right, I'm going to pat you down. And the pat down at that point is just cover for the fact that you jammed this thing into his pants. Yeah. Um, but he was too shocked to notice mm -hmm. that you had done that. And he probably, like, spots you off to the side as you come out, and that was part of the distraction that helped him. Okay. Um, because uh, it would be weird if you went up and you're like, I am also going to pat you down. <laughs> yeah, like, that would be... We are patting you <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> this I'm... is a whole different party that you weren't expecting. <laughs> I would just, I, yeah, and I would be... Scoping out to make sure no one else shows up unexpectedly. Sure, so. sure. Uh, and he's like, "Look, look, I, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, I was just being friendly, I'm not doing anything wrong, not doing anything wrong. What? Working for a paper that is actively trying to hurt people of Los Angeles, people of Los Angeles." Look, they're like, they'll just make more. <laughs> let me let me tell you something. You may think that because we're human, we're just innately better. Yeah, that's exactly right. No. What? Better is better. Okay. Power is better. Just because some replicants are stronger than people. Doesn't oh, this mean, one is. Well, I can tell, and he's kind of like <laughs> tugging his jacket a little bit. Uh, but just because they're stronger doesn't make them better. No, them being better makes them better. When have you ever seen a replicant better than people as a whole? Right now. And reaches back and pulls the evidence gun out of his pants and goes, You want him to explain this off-duty officer's weapon that I just found on you? What the f What the fuck? What? I no. What? You just saw me pull this off him. That's a shame. Oh, that's some bullshit. I didn't have any gun. I have never owned a gun. 
That's I've weird because I definitely see a gun. Well, I don't know where she got it. Uh, your pants. I saw it come out of the, his pants, didn't you? What the? This is some. Oh, this is some bullshit. I want to talk to my lawyer. You're trying to pull some kind of frame job. You're working with the fucking skin jobs. Some. Okay. Oh, fuck off. Uh huh. You want me to cuff him? Please. Great. It's like cuffs on sure, them. Sure. So now you have completely detained this man. Uh, and he is hopping mad. He's like, no, poli- everybody knows cops are dirty. They plant shit on people. Fuck off. No way. This isn't going to stand up. Says the guy writing smear articles about replicants. Did not a replicant get killed at a replicant bar? Where a bunch of anti-replicant dudes were hanging out? Yeah, and we didn't do it. Not just any anti-replicant dudes. You replicant dude. Specifically. Yeah, and I didn't shoot anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, get fucked if you think this is going to stay. Mm-mm. Well, he may have a point. Maybe hard for this to stick. So I don't know how many other options we may have. Well, how about you get my lawyer on your phone and we'll figure out what options you have to maybe save your fucking job. You want to step outside and take that call? I would love to. Excuse me. And I step outside. Okay. How many floors are high are we? However many you want. (laughs) (laughs) He's going out the window. Yeah. Hey, uh, not, not talking shit like that in front of Castrol. I'm, I'm, I'm putting this out there to be nice. Are you gonna take the cuffs off first? Oh, because <laughs> I don't want to be the gotcha GM. <laughs> <laughs> Handcuffed man found dead next to a building. <laughs> uh, that doesn't play as easily as true. Right. Yeah. No, we're gonna take the cuffs off of him first. Okay. And I'll put um. So you took the gun out. You were showing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just, I'll just suggest we need prints. We need prints on the gun. Mm-hmm. We need his prints. Where you toss him? Uh, I'll send a message on our device. Don't forget to get the information crystal, the data crystal, and his badge. Perfect. I'll, I'll collect it. Okay. Uh. So he's going to fight you trying sure. to get his prints on a gun and, and all of this. So you take the cuffs off, and then he's going to try and fight back. Uh, so it's just going to be, he's going to roll a strength force to try and break okay. free of your grasp. So we'll do an opposed. Okay, so I just rolled so, the same thing, strength yeah, force? Yeah, strength and force. Okay. Strong lady. Do a good job. This is a bad guy. <laughs> No, we're oh. going to push again. Yes. <laughs> Super not a good job. That's a bad job, Dice. You're in the jail. Which one? This one? Yeah. Okay, I got a success. Okay. It's so, an eight. We're just going to count successes. Okay. That's what we do in this situation. So he also got a success. Okay. So you're kind of in a standoff. We'll roll again. Um, 
How close to the window is he? I mean, is he like right? Did you bring him close? To the cell? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not gonna uncuff him like not close to the window. Okay, so he's he's pretty much right there. All right. Well, can I come up behind and try to just hijack him <laughs> up the window? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You want to assist? Yes. Uh, okay. So he's he's busy fighting over here. So if you just want to run up and shoulder check him out the window, that's unopposed because he's already trying to wrestle yeah. free. So. We'll let you go first. I'm ro- so I'm rolling strength. Uh, strength and force. Okay. Or hand to hand, either one. I get advantage. Oh, I should have rolled hand to hand, yeah, because I have advantage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want to well, do it now? In your case, he wasn't like hand to hand fight, but this is That's like true. you're coming up and being like, fair, yeah. Whack. Mm-hmm. So, okay. with that, it was just, you know, you're trying to hold him from getting free of your grasp. What? Yeah. I, yes. Okay, so if so, I do hand to hand and I get advanced, so it's two d8s. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Go for it. Well, What's plus your strength? your strength die. Plus, oh, thank you. Is this a d? Is it? Wait, no. Do I have a d8? You're holding the most. You just, <laughs> just do yeah. Roll one, one of them twice. There you go. All three. Yep. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I got one success. Okay. So you just run up and shoulder check him, and he kind of loses his balance. If you let go, he's mm-hmm. going out the window. Okay. He's still going to have hands once he hits the ground. Oh, my gosh. I, she's not a good person. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. So uh, if you just go, he is out the window yeah. and falling multiple stories to his demise. Uh, so... There you go. Uh, there's a you hear a crash from inside the room. Oh no! What could that uh, be? And then you hear like the Doppler effect scream, right? Like ah! <laughs> as he gets farther away. Mm-hmm. Um, help! Help! Someone call the police. <laughs> oh, oh, we're already here. Oh, I'm Bless. a police. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kestrel! I think someone fell out the window. <laughs> It I looks have, like you're I have right. informed the police. <laughs> we are excellent detectives. So, uh, you have eliminated Jensen Michaels. Oops. Sorry, bud. It's all right. He wasn't a person. He was a monster. Thank you. Cool. Okay. So I'll go ahead and get those fingerprints. You have plenty. Of, you go. get down to the. You get down to the ground floor level, and there's a couple of people that have probably called it in by now. Yeah. Um. But no police have shown up yet. And nobody's like particularly excited to go check him out. Because <laughs> falling 20 plus stories or more even doesn't leave a good time. Hashtag Chunky yeah. Salsa. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are able to get, uh, in this case, you get fingerprints on there, but you do get a little blood on there too. All right. But you're leaving the gun there with him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, on so. him. Yeah. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. So so it makes sense that the gun would have blood on it. Yeah, he resisted, he drew a gun. Look what there happened. There was a struggle. There was a struggle. Sure. Oh, I went outside to call this to get information on his lawyer. For, he asked for a lawyer. I was trying to call a lawyer. It was dinner time. I couldn't get a hold of anybody. <laughs> Away from my desk. Yeah. Message. Killed by an away message. <laughs> Rough. 
Uh, so you have successfully planted incriminating evidence on this corpse. Um, yeah. Um, are you immediately uploading your report on this situation? I think so. Yeah, in yes. a timely manner, like mm-hmm. we normally would. Mm-hmm. And I think after, maybe 10 minutes after we've uploaded the report, I'll send in a message to Wallace, let them know, we have an update. Oh, very good. Uh, Well, we we got him. Uh, More information to come, but rest assured that the case is more or less closed. Okay. Um... The, the happy AI takes your message, and I'll forward this along. Uh, thank you for your efforts in assisting Wallace Corp. More than happy to help. Just wish we could have gotten it done sooner. So do we. Oof. If you'd like to leave a customer survey, <laughs> oh please pay God. on the line. And then the AI winks off your display and is replaced by probably the same AI saying, Hi, thanks for staying on the line for your customer survey. If you were satisfied with your uh, discussion with Wallace Corp today, uh, what would you rate our service? One to ten. Seven. Seven. Thank you for Thank God. The most passive-aggressive... Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and the AI it's like, kind of nods and it says, uh, if you would like to submit any further feedback, feel free to call us anytime. And it disconnects. <laughs> and then I just flip off the device like, fuck you! That's how I feel about you. Perfect. Okay. So you have solved the murder of Sandor. Sure and you did. have told the LAPD that you have done it. You have told Wallace Corp that you have done it. Uh, what's the plan from here? I mean, Harry's gonna go see Doc Brown. Not Doc Brown, Doc Badger. Badger. <laughs> Very different character. I was like, I'm gonna go back and save Jensen Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he flies out the window and you just hear, No. Here comes like a gullwing door and Harvey just stretches. <laughs> and they fly off. Where we're going, we don't need roads. None of us need roads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got here and got stuck in traffic. <laughs> All right. Incredible. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys just get a like. Uh, your report, like any information that comes in, it's just like, wow. Basically, the, the sentiment is, that's rough, buddy, <laughs> about this guy. Uh, so, um, that's great. I know where you're headed. What about the rest of you? What's the plan here? Gonna take a break? Gonna go celebrate? Have a drink? What? Yeah, I mean, my next shift is definitely gonna be break time. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I would definitely need a break next shift. So, yeah, I'd say... Y'all want to go get a drink? Sure! You want to get a drink at the snake pit? Oh, my God. That is actually a good idea. You know what? We might want to let that dancer know that we caught the guy. Mm -hmm. Iris. Yeah, and show her the picture. I'm sure she remembers seeing him pull the trigger. If she's still there, but I told Styles to take her underground. Mm. But it'd be good to see, like, 
if she's... What do you mean take her underground? Well, I don't mean pat her down like you were doing with your friend, but I mean just like take her out of the picture, take her away, disappear. Oh, I see. I gave her your credits. <laughs> so they're using that. I look forward to you paying me back. I do too. <laughs> How long do replicants live? <laughs> You're a newish replicant, so Probably okay. long enough. You're <laughs> uh, not the uh, the four year model. Okay, thank you. Do you guys share that you're gonna go take downtime? Yeah, I think Haru invites himself actually. Yay. All right, we're finally all four. All in one place. Everybody's going, everybody's going to the it's snake pit. pit. All right, you all arrive at the snake pit. Uh, it's got a decent crowd of folks outside. There's a line of people waiting to get in. Um, yeah. What's what's the plan here? Are you gonna wait in line to get in? Or are you gonna? No, I'm gonna show my badge to the bouncer and walk in. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of my plan. Sure. <laughs> Subtle view. Yeah, I think I think Haru and Fjord are like. Mm, I don't. Mm-mm. Maybe we could take the back entrance. That's how I met. You know the back entrance. Mm-hmm. Love a back entrance. Like the way I took one at, at the beginning yeah. of day one and just go around the back. I will 100% give you advantage to pick the luck since you've done it once before. Can I <laughs> help? If you want. How how are you gonna help? I'm gonna actually I'm mostly just gonna wa- watch and make sure no one else is coming in the alley. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, I'd let you give uh, your intelligence yeah. die as help. It's a D8 for you. Okay, thank you. But what am I... What, um... uh, would be um, agility stealth to, okay. to pick the lock. But you're going to get the advantage also and an extra D8. So okay. you four D8 then, I think? Oh, because I get advantage. Yeah. Another. Um, okay. So, Here, you can actually <laughs> physically you. use my D8. I never knew I was going to need so many D8s tonight. This is awesome. <laughs> Woo! Two successes. Two. Two successes. Yes. You easily manipulate the lock. You start and you're like, oh yeah, I remember this lock. And it just takes you a second. Um, <laughs> good friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that fifth pin is sticky. No problem. You got it. Um, the back door is unlocked. You can walk right in if you'd like. Let me dig through my pile of stuff I didn't think you were going to go back to. <laughs> so that I can look at that map and refresh my mind. <laughs> it's the uh, backstage area and all of the dressing rooms. Yeah. 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 There is, I believe there was like a little loungy spot back there too. Mm-hmm. There's something like right next to the door. They had like a green room area. I kind of remember it like if you turn left, you're in the lounge green room. You turn right. You're on the stage. It's a row of. Well, that was like. What was that? It's walking the door. Uh, left hand is the stage. Okay, the stage. Yes. And the right if, is if like you, the row. Coming in the door, if you turn immediately to your left, you walk out on stage. Yeah. Which is probably not the best plan. Um, okay. But uh, you can walk. Immediately to your right is the loungy backstage area. Okay. All right. That's and if you go down, there's the, the hallway of changing rooms. Dressing rooms back there, you can get to a point where you can walk out onto the, the main floor mm-hmm. along that wall. I'll pass the, the map around so you guys can all get on the same page. 
despite being extremely nosy, uh, Haru does follow your lead, Fjord. Okay. So, uh, you get in the back door. Uh, there's a couple of people. It looks like maybe a pair of dancers that are sitting in the little lounge area back there. Um, there is a guy that looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Phelps had a child together. That's a very oh. triangular torso-shaped yes. person. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is sitting there in like dressed up like the ultimate warrior from old wrestling. What? With like the giant neon spangle I'm in jacket. love with this guy actually. Uh, <laughs> oh, good, yes. And and the boots with the same kind of bright oh. neon spangles on. Is this an event night? <laughs> it's always an event at the Snake yeah, Pit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another dancer there that um, uh, she looks like a full like Bolshoi ballet dancer. Like in the full outfit of you know the the tutu thing and all the tool everywhere and the yeah. hair perfectly yeah, yeah, up yeah. and and all of that with um, makeup on to look like half of her face is a robot kind of a thing. Neat. Like clockworky almost. Mm. <laughs> so um, I put my arm up <laughs> back to you, Aru, and like. I got us in the door. I, I'm not up for these guys. <laughs> and I mean, they both kind of look at you guys, but like you just came in the door, so you probably had a key. Like they're not screaming or. You want an introduction? Terrified. Can you handle it? Haru immediately turns on <laughs> the charm that they don't have. Uh, and uh, goes over to the the ballerina dancer person mm -hmm. um hi sorry i am new here um what's your name and they extend their hands uh let's see shelly it works on so many levels i know <laughs> love it tell me tell me you're thinking about the shelly long movie mm -hmm. yes <laughs> Thank you. Of course I am. <laughs> what was that, Outrageous Fortune? Was that the movie? Yeah. Chat, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, there's a movie with Bette Midler and Shelley Long from the 80s where they are wildly different people that end up sleeping with the same dude who turns out to be like an a-hole criminal guy. And then they decide to go on like a buddy cop adventure to chase him down. And she's a ball ballet dancer. All right. It's a great movie. It's totally it good. Watch. Amazing. It's hilarious. Yep. Yeah. They, I forget. Outrageous Fortune. All right. Yeah. They end up like out in the middle of the Arizona desert or New Mexico desert chasing him down. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Incredible. It's like Thelma and the Weeds, but with whimsy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. All right. Uh huh. Nice. Um, and how do. Looks at Shelly, and then looks over their shoulder at Fior. Well, this is my friend Fior, and he is a big dance enthusiast. And we're actually oh. here to watch your show um, for critical review. Oh, oh, well, ni nice to meet you. I I'm gonna be on, and she she mimes the like looking at a watch, but is not wearing a no. watch. 
Uh, I'm going to be on in, I think it's about a half hour. Would you mind answering some of his questions? Sure, sure. What, what, what would you like to know? And uh, the, the ultimate warrior kind of looks a little annoyed uh, uh, and is immediately like, mm. Mm. and kind of sits back in the couch a little bit, drinking <laughs> something out of a cup. Yeah. So Fjord immediately looks for whatever charm he has and realizes he has about as much as Haru. <laughs> But he, uh, his key relationship was with the Doxy, mm-hmm. a very friendly Doxy who's gone missing. And so he just kind of tries to put himself with his imagination in <laughs> their shoe. <laughs> like, how would they approach this? Sure. So he exercises some smiling muscles. <laughs> Hi. Yes, my name's Fjord. My friend of Iris, she's the one that kind of recommended that we come out here. Um, oh, oh, Iris is great. Yeah. Well, I wanted to thank her for the invitation. I don't know if she's around, but... Um, uh, if she's here, I think she's in her dressing room. I, I haven't seen her perform tonight. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, she said there would be a mix of contemporary and uh, classical styles it looks like you guys got down down pat so uh yeah yeah and she kind of looks over at ultimate warrior and kind of nods like yeah we do a different act that's for sure awesome awesome well that's cool um well we'll find iris and say hello and then you know we look forward to the show don't we awesome awesome thrilled (laughs) i'm excited you're here um and kind of looks did you both go in the back too no, I think we went in the no, front. Yeah, they're they're going, they're full badges. Okay. okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like this whole herd of people. No, there's like we're cops, and then like yeah, yeah, we're, we're not with them. We're, we're not with. Them. <laughs> uh, so you guys, uh, you're at this point welcome to the backstage, right? Yeah. She's like, well, if you need anything, feel free to come on back. In the meantime, if you want to get out there, you know, like I said, I've got about. 30 minutes, you've got time to get a drink and maybe find a seat or just a spot on the dance floor you like. Okay. I think we're just going to kind of vibe for a while. Say hello to Iris and then uh, we'll see you up there. Great, great, great. She is very enthusiastic to try and perform for a critical review. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't say for what, but yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now... I, t- I totally want there to be like just, hung in just a like a column in the local newspaper that's like Harun Fior's you know uh, critical dance, dance review. review. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Har- dancing. We reviewed it. Yeah, <laughs> there was definitely dancing, and we saw it with our eyes, uh, with our photoreceptors. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys start heading for Iris's dressing room, mm-hmm. then. You guys, you get up to the bouncer. You're flashing badges to get in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the bouncer kind of is like, uh, I don't think that we have any trouble right now. You don't. It's going to stay that way. We're going inside. Mm-hmm. I'd listen to her. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because um, you're dressed fairly nicely. Oh, yeah. And you're dressed in full tactical gear. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just cool. Tuesday. That's just how she dresses. That's fine. That's, I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't like you'd stopped and changed. No. Whatever. You could have We done have that to be anymore. more polar opposite than 
uh, the dancers were. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Cannot be upstage. Room. That's, uh, yeah. So you get in the door, and as you're going through the door, uh, you will both notice that the bouncer, like, does the, like, I'm talking to somebody on an earpiece kind of a thing. And he lets in a couple other people in your wave of folks. Um, when you first come in, there's the, like, the coat check lockers on the side for you to stow weapons you're supposed to anyway. Um, yeah. You're standing there sort of in the foyer, and the music is playing loud. Um, it's kind of like there's, uh, um, like they're doing, like, a strobe thing to, like, make it look like everything's moving slow motion out there, that, that whole kind of deal. So the, the strobe light is flashing very quickly. Um, luckily, you know, no one here is prone to problems from that. It's that we know of. Yeah, I mean, when you get out there, you'll find out. <laughs> That's it. That's why I find out. Roll a con save. <laughs> Wait, wrong game. <laughs> uh, cool. The dance floor equals three pushes. Right. <laughs> Well, I think I owe you a drink. That would be lovely, Gavin. After you. Okay. So nobody's stowing anything. I mean, I'll, my overcoat. Okay. Oh, Jesus. So you're just keeping your... Do you have the smaller gun? I have the smaller gun. Okay. But you're keeping that on you. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. I'm not stowing shit. Okay. <laughs> you're just walking in in tactical-looking <laughs> armor with a big-ass... Blade Runner blaster strapped to your thigh. Oh, God, okay. we're subtle. Cool, cool. Time for a drink. That's, <laughs> that's wow. a responsible thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Farm. That's fine. Uh, so, are you going to tell her no? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely you didn't not. You say that you can't do that, did you? <laughs> it's a suggestion. But uh, you guys round the corner into the main part of the club. And... Uh, Walking out from the behind the bar is your favorite person. Yeah. Who I is figured. walking with purpose. Who is very much like... Oh, no. <laughs> like, in that full, like, angry person hustle without trying to run. Uh, that, like, you see him, like, make eye contact and immediately start mouthing words, but you can't hear over the music, right? It's a loud part of the, the bit. In my head, I imagine he's played by Wallace Shawn. Uh, oh, that would be awesome. Uh, Sorry. With the pink eyebrows. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. With at least, maybe not physically, but at least like emotionally no, and energy-wise. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would even, I would even be fine with physically, just with like the Stanley Tucci Hunger Games kind of wigs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So like, it's not pink tonight. It's like super bright blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the eyebrow, like he redyes his eyebrows every night to match the wig. Uh, mm. That's his jam. Uh, but. Uh, Immediately, he's like, just mouthing. What? Stuff. Sorry, and can't hear you. Music's too as loud. He's approaching angrily. <laughs> um, and you see, tonight there actually are two other bartenders, and it is packed. Like, the place is very busy. Um, there's a fair number of people that are like going over and taking uh, selfies with the broken mirror. Oh my God. And like, the, the show on stage is. Um, this group of people, like four different dancers, that are all doing a number with the strobe thing oh. to, like, freeze in place, and then they move very quickly to be in a completely different position by the time uh, the next 
cycle of Hertz updates mm. to everybody's eyes. <laughs> um, so it's like this very avant-garde kind of thing with just thunderous music, right? Um, it giving me a headache even describing it. Uh, but um, finally, Taffy gets over to you, and he goes, "Oh no, this is not fucking happening tonight." <laughs> what you don't want business? You don't want patrons? I've got plenty of patrons. I don't need any more bullshit. <laughs> We're not here to give you bullshit. We're here to give you money. Well, all right. <laughs> I'm not we give no. you money. You give us alcohol. It's called commerce. Oh, you want to be a customer. That's what he said, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, he said he was here to give me money. I didn't know if that meant that I was getting reimbursed for some of the bullshit time from the LAPD, finally. I put in one of those fucking claim forms. Yeah, I'm sure they're right on top of it. Do we look like we handle claim forms? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Maybe you're here to make sure he doesn't lose the money in the alley. I don't need help making holding on to my money. Well, you need help solving crimes. Well, yeah. Uh, That's why there's a whole force to help solve crimes so that people like you can stay in business. I would have been in business five minutes after that crime if it wasn't for you guys. And if we hadn't caught the person, they probably would have come back and done another crime. And then who's going to go to the bar where people are getting murdered every two days? I mean, you'd be surprised. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. And he kind of points over at the mirror and he's like, true crime is another. big. Like, it's a whole thing. And like, Don't at that fine. moment, a couple of people part on the dance floor and there's totally like, he has put down a tape outline on the floor. Uh... Yeah, and then people are taking <laughs> photos with the tape outline and then going over and taking photos. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um uh in fact, like there's the the it's not a chalkboard, but it's like one of those pieces of acrylic with lighting going through like LED lights going through it, mm. where they have like specials yeah. that they write on the special board, and there's totally like a uh Blade Runner blaster drink uh and a couple other things. That are clearly exploiting the whole thing. Um, and he's like, well, uh, if you want a drink, you can go see the fucking bartender. Yeah, that was the plan before we were so rudely interrupted. Well, oh get going. <laughs> and he turns and stalks off into the crowd. We're all so charming. I know. We just don't let go. We just dig in harder. <laughs> just remember, you're pretty. You're pretty. I know. Channel the pretty. Just try to... Remind myself, you can't have two murders in one night. Yeah, Kestrel puts a hand on your shoulder and is like, the windows in here are too low. You're right. <laughs> wow. Let's get that drink. I love that he is just so obnoxious that he cannot be murdered. <laughs> Unkillable! <laughs> Everyone would notice that this club was quieter. Mm. So, uh, you get over to the bar. That's great. Great. Backstage. You guys uh, get to Iris's door. Uh, it still has her little name plaque slid yeah, in. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can give her a knock. How do you just end. gives Fior like the longest look? Like, do you need it? Do you need some alone time? Is this a is this a you only situation? No, this is an us situation. You're coming in. Oh, but a little oh. <laughs> just to catch you up. 
she's not supposed to be here. She's supposed to have disappeared already. So what's with this disappearing people think is, in my experience, that's the bad thing. Not in this case. We just we just framed somebody for a murder. Oh, that was a frame job. I mean, sure. <laughs> but we're in the business of vanishing people now. I didn't think we were magicians. I thought we were Blade Runners. If it means solving the real crime that's going on around here, yes. And there's something else going on here. This case is unusual. So, hold on. How? Why are? And how do you fully like moves to kind of block the door from you? Mm -hmm. Why are you throwing this case then? Throwing you, the case? You frame a guy. We were solving the case, to quote an old analogy, we'd be playing checkers. We frame the guy, we're playing the real game. And the real game is bigger than some random replicant getting shot. And it, even though it points to Leah's involvement, we don't solve this case unless someone else goes down instead of Leah. And this dancer behind the door her and her friend might be our best lead to finding Leah and finding out what's really going on. And what's that? Why should I help you muddy the water? What's in it for me? I don't know. What's in it for you, Haru? We haven't, we've hardly seen you. Well, we've been working on this case. You've been getting my updates, working hard, hitting the streets. Your updates are a little vague. I've been open and clear with you. This dancer, the guy I found, the person of interest, Styles, might be part of an underground. Like, um, and how do you, like, pantomimes very poorly, like, counting, like, mm, this math doesn't stack. Um, like a replicant underground? I don't think it's only replicants. No. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that simple. But one thing you should be interested in, one reason you should be interested in helping me, is that whatever memory you have that seems more real than it should be, and you know it's a lie. I know it's fucking real. Maybe you're not ready for the truth, but the truth is Wallace, Wallace's hands are all over this. I don't know how. I don't know what they're up to. Listen, you don't get it. Okay, you you were made of flesh and blood, and that's good for you. Are you sure? How do you know it's real? When everything around you, every living thing in this city, is a fucking replica. <laughs> you trust your eyes and ears, your photoreceptors? What are they telling you now? Am I telling the truth? We go through that door. You'll help me find the truth. And what if it's more dangerous than I want? That's fine. Let it happen. Because I am going to find out the truth. Because Wallace, they didn't just fuck somebody over in this club. They are fucking with me. They are fucking with everybody. How are they fucking with you? Let's go through the door and find out. All I want to do is talk. That's easy, right? All right. All right. And Haru steps aside from the door. So I knock on Iron Sister. Uh, you do not get a response. I check if it's locked. 
It is. It is not locked. Haru gives Fjord kind of a like, ah, maybe we should be concerned, actually, expression. She's not supposed to be here. That was the plan. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. And this is not a trap. Cover me. And Haru just puts their hand on their giant blaster. <laughs> sure, sure. Doesn't draw it, just anxious hand on blaster. So we just use our standard... LAPD training. Haru's got got me covered. You're covering. Yeah. I don't no hear anything. No, you don't hear anything. Okay. So I get my sidearm, my 358 pistol ready. Okay. And I gently push the door open. You push the door open. Light spills into the room from the hallway. It is dark. There are no lights on inside. Um, but even in the little bit of light that falls in from the hallway, you see that. It looks like this room has been ransacked is too strong a word, right? Like nobody has like torn up the couch cushions and lightly tossed. It it, it has been there has been a flurry of activity that nobody bothered to clean up in this room, is what I would explain it as. Um Yeah, that's kind of what you, you see. So there's like a couple of costume pieces on the floor and you know, that kind of stuff. Someone either had a really good time or a really bad time. I'm hoping she just left in a hurry. It's not a bad sign that she's gone. That was the plan. Sure. Um, you can roll uh, intelligence observation, both of you, because you're both cool. looking in the room. Mm -hmm. Unless you're planning to step inside and look more thoroughly. Like, if that was your next thing you're about to say, we can just do that. Uh, yeah, sure. I think Haru's going to stay at the door, so I will okay. stick with the intelligence observation. So, if you're going to step inside and, like, you're going to turn on the light and look around? Mm -hmm. Okay, you don't have to make a roll. That's fine. Um, <laughs> nah, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you see any sign of a person in this room, living or dead. It does not appear to be an occupied space. Um, when you step in and turn on the light, there's... Um, uh, on the mirror, there is a, a lipstick note mm -hmm. that just says... Thanks. Maybe see you again. Nice. And it's just underlined. I grin and I look over at Haru. You happy? Yeah, I am. Get your drink. I think we should have a drink. Yeah. I think we should all have a drink. I'd like to hear your Wallace problems. First of all, they're not just my problems. They're everybody's problems. I mean, it was made my problem. And Haru starts to just walk towards the door to the dance floor. Sure. <laughs> you get back out in the hallway, or you turn your attention back to the hallway, and you see uh, down at the end near the stage entrance, Ultimate Warrior is climbing up this ladder. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and, uh, and the music is dying down from the strobe dancers. Uh, and then uh, just out in the room, right as you're about to walk out to the main floor, you hear the uh, very, very litigiously copyrighted let's get ready to do something. <laughs> uh, let's get ready to crumble? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the cookies. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh -huh. that's, it's just a cookie party now. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior jumps out and starts serving cookies. <laughs> that would be... Uh, I'm the wontons there. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but oh. yeah, so then... Uh, on the stage, there's like uh, 
chain link fence that comes up out of the back of the stage and this dancer does like a full vault down like 20 feet to the middle of the the stage lands it and then like proceeds to just do like a muscle show slash wrestling acrobatics thing uh all just to like heavy metal right like love this guy um so it is it is all going on up on the stage at this point you guys walk out the back you guys have gotten to the bar uh and can order a drink um the two of you coming out of the back uh taffy spots you because <laughs> he was heading that direction uh and he goes, oh, the fucking band's all here. Haru's on the floor. Haru is like, nope, no one is allowed to know anything about me being associated with these people. Uh, well, like, I think, because you said you got to the door first. Yeah. So I think Taffy saw you come out the door, sure. and he's like, who the fuck is this? Why? God damn it. And there is a sign, like, employees only yeah. over, the, over the door. Uh, but like you see that frustration for a second flash on his face, and then he sees Bjork come out and goes, "Oh, okay, fucking great, this guy." Uh, and he's just stamping back towards the, <laughs> the door to go to the backstage. Okay, um, he's not particularly going to stop, but he's just like, "Oh, fucking fabulous!" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he gets uh, he gets to the backstage curtain and kind of. Kind of gives you both a little bit of the evil eye as he walks by, and how do you smiles and waves and <laughs> kind of dances through the floor yeah. in a way that is not meant for heavy metal? <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, happy dancing. Out there. That's perfect. That's yep. perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you were all welcome to get to the bar. Yeah, what kind of drink is Kestrel ordering? Uh, what kind of drink does she order? I think she probably just drinks a whiskey neat. Yeah. I was rooting for the whiskey neat. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, what about Haru? Haru gets the whatever house drink the Snake Pit might have. Okay. And if they don't have one, they're going to order dealer's choice. Snake juice. They'll drink almost anything. <laughs> sure. Sure. They sleep in garbage piles. They're not choosy. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, well, do you want the special? The sure. Blade Runner blaster? Oh, oh, no. You know what? Oh. Yes, because it's funny. Yep. Oh. Okay. Yeah, with All a right. grin, they're going to order that. For sure. For sure. What's, what is Fjord's order? Your Hmm. Your would like an Irish mule. Oh, okay. Ooh, yummy. yes. Yummy. All right, all right. What's Gavin's go-to? Uh, well, I mean, the go-to they won't have here. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> this guy. What? I um, mean, <laughs> let's see. Okay. Oh, I mean, I've it, got stats for Taffy. I can roll and see if he has some. Damn. Oh. Um. Yeah, we're gonna go with it's a take on. The Manhattan, but made for L.A. So it is a Manhattan with a a, te- a tequila uh, oh, insert uh-huh. instead of uh-huh. uh, a bourbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, that's so yeah, something in that vein, like a okay. a made-up version of an L.A. Manhattan. Oh, sure, like sure. We should really have a. LA for this <laughs> LA with like sake and yes, sake, a yes, bunch of other things that. that shouldn't be in there. Yeah, it's warm. 
it's just the LA River. <laughs> <laughs> I almost heard in LA water. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Oh. I think it looks like an LA water. Yeah. Mm. There's a hundred percent a tiki place in Glendale that serves an LA River water. Oh, I've had I've had one. That, yeah. That, it's basically like an adios but with blue curacao. But they put it, oh. Swedish fish in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's that's, delightful. that's fun. Cute. Uh, all right. I'm. I don't have stats for the bartender. Oh, but I have a stat block for for Taffy. Taffy. So I'm gonna roll to see if he can create uh this drink for you per your demand. Okay, it's not a Manhattan though. It's a Manhattan Beach. Yes, it's a Manhattan oh. Beach. Oh. oh, I bet someone's made that. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, that's but it won't weird. have tequila in it. No. No. But no, it should be sake. It obviously should be sake yeah. instead of tequila. So that's that's a that was a good call. With like uh, peach schnapps. Mmm. Mm. Never making a drink that I would actually drink. Part. Maybe with a twist of lime, a little, mm. little sour with the peach, like mm. mm-hmm. tahini dusted rim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We're very Los Angeles at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so he's got pretty good there, and not so great there. Oh no! I can't wait to see how what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm so excited. LA water, no matter what. Two successes. Oh. oh. So I think he manages. I think they create something that that stands up. Little did you know. Had it in him. Uh, I try to get the bartender's name. <laughs> Torture Dave Knight. Torture Dave yes. Knight. We're back, Dave. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. This bartender is named Snake Plissken. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Belly. Snake. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, everybody that work. Are you trying to get their real name or their work name? Oh. Oh. Hmm. Uh, probably work name. Okay. Uh, because I want to know where this person learned how to make this drink and see if. Sure. That's a little like, you're too good for this place. Maybe. Maybe we can. So, uh, you notice that <laughs> that uh, in your mind as you were walking past the bouncer, you noticed that he was wearing uh, a name tag, and both bartenders that are working are also wearing name tags. Um, and all of them are named after like golden age Hollywood people. Oh, right. So the the bouncer out front was uh, Cary Grant. Uh, the this bartender, the the other bartender was probably Rita Hayworth, and then uh, <laughs> this bartender is Fred Astaire, Rock Hudson. Rock. Oh, uh, Rock good. Sure, sure. Love Rock Hudson. I love it. So that's the name you get easily. Okay. If you want to make a roll, you can see about getting their actual. Yeah, let's make a roll and see if we can get an actual name because I think this person is too good to be working here, and I want to. I want to help them be Tell better. I'm here to patronize your establishment and steal your employees. <laughs> Maybe you should have been a dick. It's fair. It's funny. Um, oh, Tabby's gonna be so, <laughs> so funny. Uh, what do we want? Roll rise. Um. How about Empathy Insight? Yeah, let's see Empathy Insight. Uh, D12 and Jeez, D10. I will say you're you're not a regular. You're going to need two successes. Okay, that's fair. 
Because bartenders are a hundred percent ready to fend off randos. Oh sure. Yeah. That come up and start asking personal questions. But I mean, I mean, I know. But I'm saying two successes is your your date. Oh, that rolled out. Uh, well, that is an eight and a five. I hope I was hoping that five was a ten, but it's a five, so uh-huh. an eight and a five. Okay. So, uh, Rock Hudson is friendly, um, but is like, oh, hey, I'm working. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate that. That's great. Uh, here and like brings you like a bowl of uh, uh, bar nuts. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, there's a joke there. Me. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and puts them puts them on the bar for you. Says, enjoy your drink, uh, and kind of shuffles off to the next order. Big mistake, huge. I'll enjoy my drink. Oh well. And the nuts. That's a lot of nuts. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that, mm, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why not? Why not now? Anyway. Um. <laughs> I like how I'm I'm so delighted to be playing with all of you because we went from viciously murdering and framing a man to we're just gonna have a party. Yeah. We're all laughing. Chilling at a bar. Party. It's fine. It's uh, team bonding. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Sure. Um so Time goes on. Um, Ultimate Warrior finishes his set. Love him. Uh, and uh, then the whole stage goes dark. And eventually you start to hear like a ratcheting noise. Um, and then the like single spotlight comes on and there is the ballerina. And I don't even remember the name again. Shelly. Shelly, that's right. It was such a good name, too. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Uh, who is now standing there uh, in front of a table um, that is pushed out behind her from behind the curtain. Um, and at her feet is a body standing there, like laying there. And the ratcheting noise was she like as the spotlight comes on, she's standing up and like does this whole mime thing of looking at her hands and then looks down at the body and like begins to mime that she's crying. And then music starts and it is this furious sort of classical mix that builds up almost like listening to one of the old Boston Pops concerts, Uh, right? Where it's just this medley that blends from one piece to the next. Um, And she begins to move faster and faster, dancing around, doing ballet moves up and over this body as she still is weeping about it. Um, And then, like, she's just moving around almost to the point where she's moving in a blur, right? Like, you're not sure a human would be able to do this even with years of training. Um, and it's getting more and more furious and fast until eventually there's a crashing noise and a bunch of other dancers come out with pitchforks and torches 
and they start doing this whole routine where they're like spinning fire around her as she dances, and you're like, someone is going to die. This is, <laughs> this doesn't look like stage fire. It is like actual torches, um, and like some of them are doing the like spitfire thing with stuff from their mouths, and it's this furious thing, and the whole crowd is like, holy shit. Uh, people in the front row have stepped back because there's a heat wave that keeps coming from the people as they're doing this. Uh, and it's, it is a tour de force performance. Um, uh, she got three successes Work. to Damn. do this dance. So, uh, it is a ballet reenactment of uh, a little bit of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Love her. Mm. Incredible. A plus, Shelly. Yeah, standing out. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, and we realize it's Frankenstein. Is I mean, you're saying that's what we recognize from the performance. It's not a reenactment of maybe something that happened here super recently. <laughs> it does also yeah. feel very similar. Yeah, yeah, it does feel yeah. Um, topical. Uh, I mean, maybe nobody said that this was a Frankenstein piece, but nobody said it wasn't. Uh-huh. Related to previous recent events, and a lot of people like you're sure that it is an on purpose choice to do this performance with the whole crowd and the whole thing. And yeah, I think while it's going on, Haru just watches Fior watch it kind of creepily. <laughs> That's great because I look over, I give, I give Haru the side eye. Does this remind you of something? Something we've read before. I mean, I woke up this morning and looked in the mirror, and it reminds me of that. It reminds me of going to work this morning. Bunch of stuff. Frankenstein was created, thought to be a monster, but turned out to be better than its own creator. Huh. Wallace must have skipped that programming. That's right. What does Wallace do? What does Wallace do for replicants? What does it do for all of us? Does it give you your freedom? Give you your self-determination to choose your own fate? Does it pull you out of a a vat of goo and give you a badge Mm. and tell you what your life is supposed to mean? That's what Wallace does, isn't it? Certainly does. And what would you do to change that? You ask what's in it for you. I'm telling you, it's your freedom. You don't know what my freedom looks like? No, that's for you to decide. If you, if you can help me, you can figure that out for yourself. And Wallace doesn't get a say anymore. That's what I want. Replicant or human, something needs to change. You surprise me, Fjord. You're not the first person to say that. Why don't we have a drink with Kestrel? Catch up with them. I haven't seen them in a while, have you? You might be interested in hearing what they have to say. Come on! Sure. <laughs> and you see when Haru takes like the hesitant breath that there's actually kind of a... almost resigning in it. It's not as familiar as one would expect of someone who is very obviously a replicant who is unapologetic about it. But just kind of resigning himself to... I guess we should actually talk to another replicant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's kind of why I'm suggesting it. 
after, by the time this performance is over, how many drinks has everybody had? Like, is it, does anybody have the plan to get here and be like, I'm getting drunk? No. Not here. That, that's a plan for future Haru. That's not Keep a plan. for yourselves, suckers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of quietly, like, spinning. I'm kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying, like, okay. trying to get everyone to, like, help figure things out, but I just, I just found out my life yeah. is not my life. And the only people I'm certain about are really. That's fun. <laughs> sure, sure. So, so I, that's per- that's why I'm asking. That's okay. why I, it's a perfectly valid choice. I just wanted to know who would, whose plan was to be like, it's party time, let's go. And who's like, I'm going to just savor and chill. This is downtime, but it's not downtime for Haru. Okay. It is downtime, but it's not. We're working. I figure worst case scenario, I could just crash in Iris's old room. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Sure. I mean, I'm staking it out. Right. Yeah. So you can expense the drinks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm securing a crime scene. <laughs> now it's a missing person's with my case. colleagues yeah. at a crime scene. It's a mm-hmm. business meeting. Yeah. Totally. I've learned from you guys. Mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> All right. So... You turned to Kestrel. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just You're good. To know. You guys enjoying the show? Sure is something. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I heard you uh, help someone trip out a window earlier. Yeah. I mean, he had places to be, and I just gave him a little nudge. Is that a problem? Mm. Why? World's not going to be sorry for his loss. Sure. This case getting solved with his detainment and death. Uh, Seemed like the cleanest possible ending for uh, people like us. People like us or... The big W. I don't give a shit about them. I give a shit about the people who didn't have a choice in the lot they were given, who were doing their best, and got caught up in something they shouldn't have been. Hmm. All right. Good to know. To freedom. To freedom. Mm-hmm. To what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, here's to your promotion. <laughs> oh, your lips to the sergeant's ears. No, seriously, Gavin. I mean, you're a good, you're you're a good cop. Also, I don't think the sergeant swings that way. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I recorded that pat down. (laughs) No, or I'll delete it. I'll delete it. I'll delete it. (laughs) Don't let me forget. Don't let me forget to delete it. 
Don't let me forget. You what? Why don't you look at it now? Uh, okay. After, after, oh. Now's a good time. Mm -hmm. Would rather not have that. I'll delete it. I already deleted it. I already deleted it. See? You're a good cop, Gavin. But if you want the chief seat, if you chief seat, well, I don't, I don't care about the chief seat. No. All right. I'm just saying, you're a good cop. You could be chief. You could be chief. Just don't kill the chief to get his chip. You keep uh, doing this well. Maybe you don't need to be chief. Maybe Wallace has a seat for you. I don't care about Wallace. They're all a means to an end. Which is? Getting out of here. Where? Out of here? And Haru just points up. Isn't that the goal? It's not better out there. Can't be worse than here. You'd be surprised. Oh, I'm so drunk right now. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, that's like, so interesting. I'm watching, yeah, like, mm, you're, you're a drunk girl at a party now. Congratulations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're one drink away from being crying girl in the bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all it is. I don't care about Wallace Corp as long as they can get me where I need to go. What, do you all care about Wallace Corp? I can't imagine, but if you do, more power to you. Fuck no. Corporations don't give a shit about us. Why should we give a shit about them? I struggle to have that much animosity towards my creator, but things happen. You guys are deep. You're really deep. What about you, Bacchus? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna drink my beer. All right. Mm. <laughs> he's deep in the beer. There, hey, what he's deep in. I, uh, I, I was gonna say I love you guys, but that's bullshit. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Gavin actually laughs. Like that. <laughs> that's beautiful. That candor is everything. I, uh. I don't think Wallace is going to get you what you want, but I think they are the means to get something we all need. How's that, Haru, for vague? <laughs> ha ha. Ha. Yeah. Yeah. I think what I want's at Lilith Memory Labs. Memory. Yes. What do you want with answers? To what happened here? And I feel like there was an and at the. Then you guys hear a pregnant and. In, there's like a pregnant silence. There's an and coming. And answers. Okay. I'll put my cards on the table. I have a friend that's missing. I think this case is related to it. I don't know how. And I think Wallace is behind it. Who do you got? Why would Wallace care? I'm no offense to your friend, but they kind of have bigger fish to fry. Replicant? Docs. Replicant. Didn't peg you for a sympathizer, to be honest. Like I said, 
surprised a lot of people. But that doesn't mean you can't trust me. What of makes course. you think we're good trusting replicants? <laughs> we're programmed to trust. But I mean, I... I'm not, but you can trust me, I guess. <laughs> Why would I lie to you? <laughs> I trust you less far than I can throw you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> What are the answers you want, Han? You have a bead on something in this, in Wallace. If it's your doxy, they're probably dead. Disassembled. Scrapped for parts. Mm. Sorry. That's life, right? Starts from nowhere, you live, you die. Not if they're alive that I'm concerned with. I want to know... What Wallace has to do with it. Maybe they kicked him out a window. Maybe, but if they did, then that wasn't their choice to die. Again, all Wallace is about is getting what they want, using us up. Human or replica. Why would Wallace care about your doxy? Again, no offense, but they've got other things on their plate. One doxy isn't going to be on their radar. What did she have, or what did they have on them? That's the same question we should be asking about Leia. That's why we're looking into Lilith. Yes. Something happened. Something weird happened with a replicant cop. And they're on the lamb. They're on the run. That you sent away. Hmm? Oh, did you? I sent the dancer away. Leia is already on the run. Hmm. Styles and the dancer might be able to lead us to, to Leia. Putting them out there is a big signal flare. You smoke out rats in a hole. They all leave. That's true, but maybe they survive. The ones that do live the tale some bit that might help us crack the case. They might get word to Leah that I'm someone they can trust. And they might get the answers we need. At least it's the beginning to get the answers that I want. Maybe it gets you what you want. You still haven't told us what are the answers you want. I want to know what happened to my doxy, dead or alive. What does Haru want? What does Haru want? I'm just here to do my job, Fjord. So am I. Believe it or not, I actually give a shit about this badge. I am actually doing my job. I'm just not doing the job that Wallace wants us to do. Or the job that the deputy chief wants us to do. I am actually trying to get to the truth. Funny way of showing it. The only way to solve the case that brought us here in the first place. I thought we handled that earlier tonight. We handled it, but we don't have the real answers, do we? Do we know what happened? Do we really know what happened? Do we need to? Case closed. If your goal was to help Leah getting the key of the LAPD offer back pretty much did that. So why not just wrap it up and move on? Why does an LAD, LAPD offer go on the run? Lots of reasons. Lots of reasons. Lots of reasons. Replicant LAPD officer goes. They're just like every other rep before them. Why? 
why do the reps or why would a rep LAPD officer go on? Because they see what fucking happens. Because the other option is we take them down. What do they have to do with Sandor's murder? Doesn't matter. Maybe it does. Well, we could have found that out if you weren't necessarily helping her escape, but that's neither here nor there. I'm tracking Leia's KIA. I think you should stop. Why? Because we closed the case. You want him to reopen it? I do want to know where she's going. That's all I want to know. Do it on your off time. Yeah, off time. We're having such good off time, right? Exactly. <laughs> to our collective <laughs> success. <laughs> yes, we are. This is off time. Tracking Leah on my off time because the case is closed. But like I said, I said to you earlier, there's something off about this case. And Leah has the answers. And I need answers. I think something happened. I think Wallace did something. Maybe she's a different model or something, but something happened to her. You think she's a eight? I'm not sure. I mean, her file says she's a nine. We have a manufacture date and everything. Yeah. Not to mention, I don't know why Wallace put a pardon the phrase uh, defunct model in the LAPD. Oh, right. And you would trust Wallace, but you don't trust my instincts. Remember, this is a this is a company that created an entire species of second class citizens and made it so that no one would know if they were human or replicant. Didn't even give them the freedom to know when they were gonna how long they were gonna live or die. Some of that freedom was won by replicants. Not all of them, not replicants like styles. It could be. Maybe they chose a way to fit in. Yeah, funny styles. I remember him being a person of extreme interest and you just let him go. I remember him being a, uh, an eight and you just let him go. That's right, because it was the right thing to do. A lot of that going around. Because I want the truth. Well, as long as your pursuit of the truth doesn't come blowing back on the rest of us. Oh, you mean like framing, <laughs> framing, framing someone? For a crime and then killing them in the act of framing them? I mean, letting a replicant go. No one, no one knows that I let a replicant go. There are three witnesses right here. What's the payoff? What's it worth? <laughs> Reporting that I let a replicant go? What happens? He gets killed. Like I said, I don't care what you do in the off time. Just make sure it doesn't come blowing back on the rest of us. No one else knows. For now. One will know. Styles was on the streets before I knew anything about him. Now he's just living his life as if we never even crossed paths. It's not going to blow back on us. It's funny you think the wind always blows one direction. All right. I can't do it on my own. I do need help. Start by guarding your secrets better. Note taken. Is that an offer of assistance? No one guards secrets better than you, Haru. I'm just good at my job. We all got secrets. That's true. But we're also all good at our jobs. Funny thing is, you guys are about the only people I trust. 
help me figure out what's going on. What's the name of your doxy? I don't know if I know. I know again. <laughs> Asking the hard questions. Uh, yeah, I don't know if we named. We never, we never did. It's just doxy. Or you know, we can go back and Simpsons replace a name in here. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Black. <laughs> I hope you find your answers. Thank you. And um, here. And Haru takes the picture out and slides it to Fjord. This one? The No, the trees. Oh. A humanoid adult holding the hand of a humanoid child framed in trees. Interesting. Where'd you get this? Consider one of my secrets. Huh. So I want to make sure I don't take a picture of this and record it. Potter keeps their hand on, the, on it. <laughs> partly to ensure that you don't flip it over. <laughs> Wish you weren't so awkward, bud. <laughs> <laughs> he's only like this when he's drunk. Yeah. Um, I know what this means. That you're sharing this with. What does this mean to you, though? It was our missing replicants. She... And this is why I'm going to Lilith in the morning. Lilith memory. Would you like some company, Haru? I've become very concerned about memories lately. Sounds like it. Yeah. Wouldn't mind it. I think while they're chatting, uh, Kestrel, who is mostly sober, um, <laughs> is keeping an eye on the people around us to make sure nobody's been listening to our conversation. Mm -hmm. It's safe to say you're you're being subtle enough that it's a big. There's people dancing. It's and big loud and loud. And, and yeah. loud. But yeah, yeah, just in case, she's mm -hmm. keeping an eye on mm -hmm. who's nearby. Mm -hmm. Come on, thumpa thumpa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, it looks pretty safe. Okay. Cirque Frankenstein is happening on the stage. Everybody's in raptures. <laughs> um, okay. I'll follow your lead. Play close to the vest. Closer than this, I hope. Let him unwind a little. <laughs> as long as you unwind quietly in a loud environment, we're good. <laughs> I do like the other way too, though. Loudly in a quiet environment? Yeah. Mm. And Haru <laughs> takes the picture back and slips <laughs> it back in their pocket. Um, you all sitting there, uh, all of your KIAs light up. Oh. Oh. Cool. And I'm dead. Love this. Uh, <laughs> on the screen is the friendly face of Dispatch. Oh, the uh, the LAPD AI yeah. that, that handles all those kinds of calls. Um, and it says, I, I regret to bother you at this time of night, officers. However, there seems to have been an incident uh, that may require your attention. Um, it's possible that uh, it is, is related to your 
current assignment that you have just completed uh, in the record, um, there seems to have been uh, some violence. Uh, officers are responding, local officers are responding to Lilith Memory Labs. And uh, it seems like one of the people involved in your case was seen there earlier from witness statements. Well, from the the 911 call mm. um, that, that we received. Uh, so I would suggest that you you head there as quickly as possible. Can you pass that information to our KIA? Absolutely. And you get the address. And <laughs> Do we get the 911 call? Can we try to figure out who it was? Yeah. So it's... <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's pretty loud in here for you to like listen to a nine one one call. Yeah. Um. Because you have this cool computer slash phone on your arm, but the Blade Runner universe doesn't have headphones. Sure. True. They're uh, not or cool. Or earbuds. <laughs> oh, that's not a thing. No, they're just like all your business has to be out. Privacy. Public. Don't know her. Yeah, mm. Everything's speakerphone, huh? Oh God, nightmare <laughs> fuel. <laughs> I think we know a quiet place. And Haru stands up and looks towards the, the back room. Sure. Ah, is that where you two were? Quiet place. Uh-huh. <sighs> Making all kinds of assumptions. I like it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Haru just goes to walk towards the, the room that they know is empty. Okay. Rolling the tap. Hey, I didn't see any of you pay for your fucking drinks. Nobody's going anywhere. I've been watching. How do he's going to dive into the crowd? Try and hide? <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't you do... Uh, I, I, Always a problem. There we go. Still? Uh, uh, no, why don't you do uh, agility mobility? <laughs> cool. Agility... Just, to, no just see if you can be like, nope, gotta go. Uh -oh. Two successes. <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you serious? You just full. Wow. Like cactuar your way. <laughs> Amazing. And uh, and and just fade into the dancers. Yep. Uh, and he's like, "What the? God damn it!" Impressive. And he turns and he's like, "You're gonna pay for that drink too." Yeah. All right. Is it and our fault that your bartenders hadn't given us a bill yet? In a nice establishment like this, people tend to ask for the check when they're ready to go. I was offering you the courtesy of a little bit of credit instead of pay as you go. Great. How much of that credit did we use? No, the not credit like you get money. Credit like I was offering you the courtesy because I assumed that you were a nice person. I am a nice person. Did I pay? Did I say I wasn't gonna pay? Sure. So he goes and he adds up everything, and he goes uh, like two, two genius. Jesus. Hmm. I mean, he had a lot. And you asked for top shelf shit. 
This is hilarious. And behind the bar, you see that, like, Rock Hudson is embarrassed. He's like... <laughs> like... Uh... Oh, God. You know, fuck it, I got the money. Yeah, two. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, oh, good for you. Seems like they're paying the paying the police pretty well, then. Well, you know, when we're solving crimes every other day at establishments like this... Well, I'm glad I could keep you busy. It keeps this place busy, too. Yeah, glad we can keep you in business. So, uh, I I will be honest. I thought you were all going to pull some bullshit like you got a call and you had to run. <laughs> As obviously some of you thought the same thing. We had every intention of paying. So but we did get a call and we do have to run. Well, good for you. Have a good night. <laughs> I hope uh, somebody is uh, gonna enjoy your tender ministrations <laughs> as much as we have here at the Snake Pit. Wow. <laughs> Damn happy. <laughs> I love him. Mm. Note to self, call the Board of Health. <laughs> <laughs> and the IRS. <laughs> From a B to a C on the food. <laughs> oh, we're going. To, we're going to full and full investigation. Oh no! And um, a murder Rent scene. A mocking a Rent murder. Rent 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 Investigation. Incredible. That's happening now. That's it. This is. He's made an enemy. <laughs> Rock Hudson's real name is Chef Cusco. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, you can bartend. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm following. Oh, not you, because you disappeared. But yeah. wherever this quiet the place shadows. was. Well, I'm going. I'm. My instinct tells me we're going to Iris's room. Yes. Haru's already in there. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, you flipped away. I'm impressed. Uh, like the they've been there forever, too. The back hallway is a little busier because, like, all of the villager dancers oh, yeah. are, like, there and they're, you know, just drenched in sweat. Like, okay. All right. And, like, passing around water bottles and everybody's kind of cooling down from, from their show. And Haru's, like, kind of participating <laughs> and kind of, like, yeah, does not look anything like any of the dancers. They're, I mean, they're not yeah. really looking out for anything like that. Dives into Iris's room. Uh, and you all get back there. Yeah. That's where you're all so sitting. Yeah. yeah. So you get back to Iris's room. It is quiet. No one has taken up residence yet. Put up the 911 call. Um, And you get... uh, It's a deep-voiced man calling. And he says... Um, Please, uh, we need assistance. Uh, my employer, I believe, uh, is dead. I, I myself have been hurt. However, I am containing the bleeding. If uh, you would be so kind as to send assistance. Uh, I believe also that there may be a, uh, a, a kidnapping involved i i saw the first part 
but then I had hid myself behind a desk so as to not be wounded any further. On to the next thing. I gotta throw up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to run to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But probably he would throw up. Yeah. Looks like we're back on the job. The rest for the wicked, eh? Yeah, I suppose that is us. Wicked, wretched. Whichever. I mean, you wanted to go there anyway. What's the... Now we got a private tour. The person I wanted to talk to you might have been kidnapped or murdered. Hopefully kidnapped. Hopefully they weren't near a window. Um, and Hotter's going to go out the back door. Yeah, no point going all the way no, back. No, I don't want to go tap you again. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> yeah. How far away is... I mean, house. if you want to get there in a hurry, you should take a spinner. Yes. It is not immediately next door. Let me... We went out the back door. I don't recall exactly where it is in town. But it is not near Nightclub Row. That, that I can no. tell you. Um, it's in a different sector. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was on here. Maybe it's not even on. I'm not even seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, it it's probably uh makes a lot of sense for it to be nearby the um. Uh, nearby the uh, Wallace Corp part of town. So it's it's up that direction. Up in the hills. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you're all headed there directly, you can call in spinners to, to take you. And you'll get there in minutes. How do you call the spinner, but tries to get the spinner to uh, land in an alley? <laughs> yeah, it'll totally. Yeah. That's fine. Just like, no one can see me get in the spinner. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, did you want to also go in the spinner, or I'll go on my spinner for one. Okay. Okay. So uh, you guys get across town. You get there uh, when you arrive. We can look at a number of things. Let's first look at uh, map B, as in boy, I believe. Oh, no. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the memory lab, uh, it's on Jupiter Drive. Uh, when you get there, it's its actually not a high-rise kind of a building. Um, it is rather low-slung, but um, it's looks a little bit like a modern high school, like in our real world, okay. like that kind of design. It's a blocky building kind of a deal. Um, and you can walk in the main door to the reception area, and there's a couple other police vehicles parked out here with their lights on, and you can see a couple uniformed uh, officers that are up through the glass front door, and, you know, one guy standing on the front steps. But I'll pass around the map for you guys to see a better version. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, uh, I'm assuming you guys are just approaching the front door. Yeah, not... badge yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Super official. Yes, but... we're all very official. I'm very official. I don't know what these jibooks <laughs> are doing. Let me... Oh, I have another thing to show you. So, uh, in the main lobby, when you first walk in, you see that there is a man that... Are any of you, like, history buffs? Uh, depends on the kind of history. Yeah, it depends. Like, specifically replicant history? Yes. So uh, you see a man that is standing there, and he's holding like someone has put a bandage around one leg. Sure. Um, and he's kind of has a hand on it, um, and he looks like the spitting image of Elden Tyrell. Oh, cool. Oh, normal. Oh. Um, and he is is kind of standing there, and he's talking with one of the uniformed officers a little bit. Um. Yeah. Potter's blood goes cold. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I feel like someone of that stature would probably come up on Gavin's radar. Yeah. Well, he's dead. Well, I mean, as far yeah. like, but, like recognizing that face, like... Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a fairly famous face Extreme. from the not super long distant path. Right. But, um, so yeah, you, you could absolutely know that that's what he looks like. Uh... Haru actually freezes, like, in the door, was, like, very official. I'm a, you know, Blade Runner, yada, yada, stops dead in their tracks. Kind of looks to Kestrel. She's like, you good? That's... Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. LAPD, we're here to investigate. Who are you? Oh, uh, yes. Um... Were you the one that made the 911 uh, the phone call? Uh, indeed. Um, hang on. I uh, I am uh, TR61.51. <laughs> uh, I often go by Terry. Ah. Good to meet you, Terry. And okay. uh, unfortunately, my, my employer, and he gestures farther into the building, um, was killed a little while ago by killed. A, a woman came in here and shot me in the leg as I tried to stop her from entering the facility. And uh, then I crawled into the facility and I saw her shoot my employer in the head. And then I heard a scream from what I assume must have been my employer's husband, who no longer appears to be here, as well as the uh, assailant left. Could you describe the assailant? Uh, yes. Uh, a younger woman. Um, she came in with a, a, a very large weapon, like, and she gestures to Kestrel's well, weapon. Uh, short hair. Yes. yes. Show him uh -huh. a picture of Leia. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that. That's absolutely her, or a spitting image of her. I give, I give Hyru a look. Hyru is glaring daggers through Fjord right now. <laughs> Did she give any reason for killing your employer? Did she say anything when she was doing it? Um. Uh. Well, when she confronted my employer inside, 
um, she she rambled on about how unfair it is to be tortured. To be implanted with a memory. That's right. And uh, and then almost immediately shot her. Um, and afterwards, after her husband screamed, I did hear her uh, mumble on something about uh, Hollywood. Uh, she said something uh, like, have you ever been to Hollywood? And it made no sense to me. I mean, obviously Hollywood's not that far from here, but I, I don't understand why she would be talking about that. Terry, she I have a question for you. Your formative memories, did your employer make them? Yes, of course. And were they sweet? Did you have a home and a family that loved you? For a time, yes. And then what? Uh, I was unable to save them from an accident. Mm -hmm. uh, I, uh, I borrowed a spinner from a friend and I started driving and I made a mistake and... and... But Terry, that's not real. Well... I suppose from a certain point of view, but it's certainly real enough to me. And you don't hold any ill will against your employer for implanting in you a seed, a sour seed. Oh, whoa. Okay. Excuse my partner for a moment. <laughs> Just kind of sidle over. <laughs> I like. What are you getting that? Is this about him or is this about you? It's about memories. That's right. But he's not ready for this kind of talk. Too bad. You wear that face, you make a choice. Well, I certainly didn't choose my face. What is it about his face? Someone did. What is it about well, his yes, face? Yes, I, I assume uh, my employer must have pulled up an image and asked uh, in my design. I mean, I, I do realize that I resemble her father. Her father? Yes. Who was her father? Eldon Tyrell. Eldon Tyrell? Yes. The Tyrell. Now you see what I'm getting at. Now you see what's at stake. Yes, this is Lilith Tyrell's memory lab. Yes. Lilith Tyrell, who is... Now dead, dead. in the other room. Mm -hmm. We're going to need to see the room. And yeah. he is, in fact, very, like, a little surprisingly matter-of-fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your designation? Uh, Terry. Terry, uh, TR6-1.51. All right. Terry. Was the, um, was the woman you saw, was she wearing a device like this? The KIA? Uh, no, I don't believe so. So there's no track here. She did have uh, a bag over her shoulder. I, I, she rummaged in it a bit. Can you describe the bag? Uh, it was just an over-the-shoulder sort of... Does she have one of these and Harder just pulls out their giant blaster? <laughs> yes, indeed. That is the weapon she used. Yeah. Why do you think she came here? 
to kill the person who corrupted her brain. I'm asking Terry, though. I, I, I couldn't be sure. I, I, she maybe misdirected her anger towards such a great uh, memory designer. Misdirected. So Lilith, Tyrell, she designed specific memories, implants for replicants. Yes, yes, she is uh, one of the leading designers for uh, Nexus 9 memory implants. Hara actually walks away. Starts to walk towards where they're going to assume is where the body and all the other stuff is. Uh, You can absolutely go that direction. Uh, How was her husband involved in the process, in the work here? Uh, He he wasn't. Uh, He he would spend time here, but he wasn't, he didn't help with the memory designs or anything like that. Any idea why the uh, suspect may have abducted him? I have no idea. And you didn't see the suspect leave with him? No, I had ducked back behind the reception and he points over at the reception. Is there security desk. footage? Um, certainly, yes, yes. Can you show that to me, please? Uh, yes, yes. And he'll, he kind of, like hobbles over to the the desk and gets around behind it, and he brings up a holographic computer interface and uh, sends you uh, footage that shows, um, you know, the footage starts with him sitting behind the reception desk and not doing anything, just sitting perfectly still behind the reception desk. Hello, and welcome to Lilith's Memory Labs. Uh, and he, in, in fact, goes into that whole spiel when Leah walks in the front door. Um, and she has, you know, it's um, like a one-strap backpack mm-hmm. kind of a deal. Sling mm-hmm. Slingy kind of, yeah. Not messenger bag, but more on the back um, that she's carrying as she comes in. And she kind of pulls it and is kind of rummaging through it a little bit as she walks up and... He says, uh, how may I help you? Uh, you know, and she goes, oh, you're fine. Just stay right there. And proceeds to walk right for the, the door into the facility. When he stands up and he takes a couple of steps to try and stop her, she pulls out her blaster and shoots him in the leg. He collapses to the floor and she walks right through into the rest of the building. Um, then he kind of pulls himself over so that he can kind of see what's happening. Um and uh, then begins to kind of try and staunch the wound. Mm. Um, and then a couple of seconds later, you hear the, the video changes to a different angle. And uh, Lilith stands up from a, a, a desk where she was working on something and takes a couple of steps and goes, can I help you? Excuse me. And she's like, Terry. Um, but she doesn't see that Terry's kind of on the ground. Um, and, and Leah walks up and pulls up, you know, aims the blaster and shoots her right in the head. Uh, she collapses to the floor and then you hear the scream and a man kind of runs into frame. Leah turns around, um, and pulls out a piece of paper that you can't really see in the video footage and, and kind of starts mumbling about blah, 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 Hollywood. The security footage doesn't catch it that way. Um, but then... Uh, you see Terry disappear back out of the doorframe and she grabs the man's arm and proceeds to 
walk back out of the facility. She walks out the front? Yeah. Okay. Are there cameras on the exterior? Um, there are not. Okay. Not accessible here. Are there buildings nearby that may have external cameras? Probably. Okay. Um, once you get into that back room, uh, you can roll, um, too many papers, uh, intelligence observation. And this applies to anybody that would like to look around. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's uh, Eldon Tyrell was her uncle. Uncle. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Father. I bet. Good. I miss one success. Okay. No successes. Okay. Two successes. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, it's a seven and a five. So the seven is a success. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, first thing, why don't you put on Clue G? Clue G. As in George. Uh, on the floor back there, mostly under a, a sheet at this point, is mm. Lilith Tyrell. Uh, I'll pass that around. uses the like toe of their boot to just like kick off the sheet in the most like dramatic fashion just to reveal her face which is d- obliterated I'm sure uh I mean she was shot up high on okay. the head so her face is pretty intact but uh she is not here anymore no um with two successes you find uh, a little postcard that has fallen to the floor, sort of next to the, the desk where Lilith was working. Oh. All right. Um, and it's hmm. about the size of the paper that Leah was waving around mm. in the security footage. Is there a way to, is there like a one-to-one communication? Like, could I, is there, without knowing someone's, uh, like, a KIAs aren't like, Mobile phone. So could I just look up a directory and find Leah and message her on her KIA? You certainly could. Oh, uh, yes, you can absolutely see the postcard. Yep, I'm on it. Okay. And S. Oh, no, it is very big. If you click it. There we go. And then control F, I think. We'll fit it to the Oh, go. magic. <laughs> and then you can shrink it down even more so it's not over us. I'm shrinking. There you go. <laughs> uh, There's no writing on it, just the postcard. Just a blank postcard. Um, where, where is Lilith? Like, where in the building? Is she near her office or? Yeah, let's. Um, uh, she is. In the office here, that's right off the central. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Um, Howdy walks past her body and goes into the office and starts to just rummage around. Okay. Uh, what are you trying to look for in there? Um, information about memories. I think honestly, they, they might not even be looking for anything useful. I think that they're just kind of looking for answers in a physical way, and okay. I don't know that there's. 
a way for them to find the answers they're looking for. Um, why don't you roll um, intelligence insight? Okay. I'm going to push. Okay. Okay. Um, So you do find she has like um, legal pads. Sure all over the desk, right? And just glancing through them, you see they're, it's essentially like a pile of memory ideas, right? It's just her little, like, anytime she thinks of something new that she could implement, she jots it down on one of these. Um, and then there's her computer that has open a, a file. Mm-hmm. Um that's actively running in the, the big dome. I think then Haru gets distracted and looks towards the big dome. Okay. Um, it's a double door with like like restaurant windows and yeah. double swinging door kind of entrance. Um, but inside, you probably... Well, let's see. Let me roll and see. This is just a 50-50 chance. Okay. Um, you see uh, what looks like the corner of a farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and next to it is a big ash tree. Mm-hmm. But that's all you can kind of see through them. I mean, Haru goes in. Ha- Haru goes and looks at the tree, I think. They, like, like a moth to a flame. Okay. Uh, you step through the door, and the memory's on pause. Yeah. But you see that there is a little kid in the distance that's, like, playing with some toys next to a little creek. Um, but the other direction, you see that there is a funnel cloud that has mm-hmm. touched down and is coming for towards the house, at least, I mean, directionality is hard in pause, but it looks like it's moving this direction. Uh, You see that there's, like, a woman standing on the porch and a couple other kids behind her in the house, but she's, like, she's taking the first step to come down off the porch to move towards where the little kid is by the creek. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Haru's in there for a long time, just looking at all of it. I will, um, so Fjord is a sidle over to TR6-1.51 <laughs> and that's Terry. Um, as far as you know, I mean, actually, let me back up, Terry. How long have you been working with Lilith? Uh, I've been here since uh, the memory lab opened. What was your function? Were you her assistant or? Uh, I I sometimes work as an assistant, but I mainly am a reception. Do you have access to the the research that was going on here? Uh, I do not have full access, 
Uh, I, I have access to certain files and things, but not not necessarily the whole collection of memories. I just need you to help me understand something. Lilith memory. Did they make memories for Wallace Corporation? Or did they did they run research separate from what the memories that Wallace created? Um in other words, was this like a special project, something different than the usual implantation? Uh, well, uh, her her method of memory implantation was different than most of the other memory suppliers. Mm, that's um, interesting. She uh, she was known to use traumatic memories to really? uh, to help facilitate um, compliance in replicants. How so? I'm intrigued. Um, core memories that were of a traumatic event that was the fault of the replicant um, that would not obviously want to repeat such a mistake in the future, so. And what was the purpose of the traumatic memories then? Or encouraging them not to repeat a mistake? Was it to inhibit behavior? Uh, yes, um, to, to inhibit Choices against the will of their employer or their superior officer in the case of of police or mm -hmm. off-world use. And since these memories were of a traumatic event, which is only painful in your research, did you ever find uh, there were any negative impacts if a replicant should realize the memories or implants? Uh, I'm afraid you'd have to talk to Wallace Corporation. After we supply the memories, they do the implantation, and uh, we but, don't... But do you know of any case where that happened, or might have happened, that might have been reported to Wallace? At least one. Uh, not that not that we've been made aware, or not that I was aware. Here. And do you know who at Wallace Corp might be the best contact to find that information? Oh, um... Best guess. I know, Terry. I know. You're the receptionist. Uh, indeed. Um, uh, Lilith had many contacts in their engineering department. Engineering? Um, yes, yeah. Um, and memory implantation is part of their engineering team. Um, so she would often talk to the, the engineering division lead, whose name is uh, Janice. Janice. Um, O'Reilly. All right. Well, thank you very much, Terry. You've been very helpful. Um, one last question. When you saw Lilith being shot in the head, how did that make you feel? Ooh. Oh, wow. I'm getting full void comp on this. Poor, Love poor guy. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, <laughs> let's, let's see. Hang on. Is Gavin nearby? Are you in earphones? No, I'm looking at footage and planning on trying to access the memory banks and see if we can figure out what Leah's memory might be. Nice. You're doing something constructive. We're all living in our trauma. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Humans don't have trauma. I'm, I'm trying to do a little of both. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely doing both. I know you're like just frozen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> They're doing great. Everything's fine. Everything is awesome.
Oh, everything's awesome. Uh-oh. <laughs> what was that look? Uh-oh. If only you guys could see the look. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they yeah. could. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Podcast viewers, Dave just made a face. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The, the role I made for Terry to have introspection was interesting. Mm. Um, you can switch us back off the, the Hollywood Are you side. sure? <laughs> <laughs> um... So I think Terry gets a distant look. Um, and then he it was kind of leaning on the reception counter. Uh, but then he sort of collapses to the floor and just begins to openly weep. Oh. Right? He is just distraught. Right? Um, it's not... It's not like ugly sob cries, but it's just he's it just tears are flowing and he can't he's he's still looking in your direction, but he is not making eye contact with anything in the room. Yeah, he's he's just a puddle of salt beginning. Never thought I'd see a Tyrell express emotion. It's weird. <laughs> it's really no, I don't like it. So I got double unicorns. Oh, you extra oh, fail. Oh, wow. The dice were like, no, sorry, Terry. You have to have an existential crisis right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terry lost. <laughs> um, so I, I go over to him and uh, I embrace him. And uh, I, lean in, I lean into his ear. <laughs> no, you're good. I'm just uh, what like what direction is this going? <laughs> I, I just no, I just give him a consoling hug. Okay. And um and I tell him, remember remember how you felt when when you witnessed death. Because this feeling is real. <laughs> and they can't take, they can't take that away from you, Terry. <laughs> Man, the replicants so, are fine. So, so you want to get on Lilith Labs for using traumatic experiences as core memories, and you're giving <laughs> Terry really a traumatic experience as core for memories. science. It was already no, it was I not giving it? To him. It, was, it already happened. You're telling him to remember this. Yeah, remember. He's gonna remember it. I love it. I'm here yeah, for it. No Let's go. It. Yeah, I love every bit of this. But the difference um, is, I'm telling him this, so. He can authentically feel. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. You're being very kind. Why don't you the roll? Um, <laughs> well, you're so mute. Why don't you just roll uh, empathy? Just, just empathy. empathy. Just I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, sorry, I rolled the No, I did, I did. Man. Poor Terry. Uh-oh. Oh no, he's uh, it's, not, it's not double unicorns this time. It's one success and one unicorn. Okay. Um so I think like you lean in and you give him a hug, and at first it's almost like he's not even aware that you're there. But uh when you lean in and you tell him like this is real remember this uh he reaches up and he gives you a hug back that's a little too hard <laughs> so um 
Let's see. Instead of teaching the robot to love, it's teaching the robot to dissociate. Hopefully not, but oh my uh, god. No, he didn't get any successes, so he doesn't hurt you. But it is a very tight hug. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you like he, he lets go, and he kind of, you know, he lifts his glasses up on his forehead, and he rubs the tears out of his eyes a little bit, and he sniffs and and kind of straightens himself up a little bit and he goes thank you i'm i'm so sorry i i seem to have lost control of myself for a moment <clears throat> is this a paperless lab uh you don't see you don't see papers anywhere else aside from the ones that haru found in lilith's actual office but none on the reception desk Okay, so I'll teach, um, I'm just riffing here. I really want to go check on Haru, but sorry. No, I'm having a good time. I'll tell him, I'll show him something. I, I'll i show you something, Terry. This is what I do to help me relax in moments like this. And I show him how to fold origami. Okay. What, uh, what specifically do you show him how to fold? I ask him... You have a favorite animal? Ooh, that's tough. Don't think too hard. I mean, the, the real answer has to be an owl. Yeah, I'm like, it's right? got to be an owl, yeah, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. For I'm, sure. All right. So I just spend time with him to help him de-stress. Hold an owl. Nice. Um, yeah. And I write my number in it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Remember that really traumatic conversation we had? Call me sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to help anytime. Anytime. But little in in game, little does Hiru know. Like I know how he feels. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> what's Kestrel and Gavin? Um, where did Haru go? In the memory dome. That's a good In question. the memory dome. <laughs> So you saw Haru go and turn into an office. Okay. Just beyond where Lilith was. Yeah. Um, I think she would follow, thinking like to find out what Lilith's or what Leia's memory was here. Sure. Um, she's a little distracted because the whole talk of like purposely giving people trauma to make them compliant makes her want to burn this building down <laughs> a lot um so she's like i need to be near a person so i don't <laughs> napalm this place immediately <laughs> so i think she's gonna follow after haru okay yeah i was also gonna try to see if we can track down leah's core memory so i guess heading to that office and start booping sure. around the computer sure uh, so you both enter the office, you see the pile of papers, and you can see that, like, one of the swinging doors is, you know, it's slowed almost to a stop, but it's still got a little motion to it. Yeah. Uh, and beyond the window, you see the farmhouse and the tree. And Haru's just standing under the tree, staring. That doesn't look good. I'm going to go over there. <laughs> Gently. So you go through the double door. Uh... What are you looking for on the computer, Jagger? Trying to find if there's any record of what Leia's core memory may have been. Okay. Why don't you do intelligence tech? Intelligence tech. Ooh, okay. Eight, six. Let's go. 
Uh, oh, that is a six okay. and a three. So I'll take the six. Sure, sure. Um, you find... Um, you find that it's actually um, accessed more recently than you would have thought. Uh, it was accessed... Uh, lined up with when Leah had to go be recalibrated at Wallace. Mm. So the assumption would be probably somebody at Wallace called over to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this memory? Did you send us a bad file? Send it over again? That kind of thing. Um, but the memory itself is... Um, uh, uh, Leah, presumably as a little girl, uh, walking with her dad... Um, but she sees something in the distance and runs off in that direction. Um, and her dad ends up, uh, being hit by a car. Ooh. Because he tried to chase after her to be like, be safe, stop, you know, that kind of thing. And what's the environment of the, the memory? Is it... Uh, it is like a fall scene uh, at sunset um, walking through like a beautiful sort of country road with trees and the sun is setting sort of in front of of them. Okay. You kind of get like the little GIF preview, <laughs> right? On the, on the memory file on the computer. It asked like if you wanted to load it up into the dome, you can do that. Yeah, I think I do. Okay. I think I do. I okay. do, because I want to be in it and see what's going on. Oh. I'm sure it's going to be fine. I'm sure Haru's is going to be great and not freak out. I, I'm i sorry. I gave you entirely the wrong memory. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. Oops. Hold, please. Strike that. Reverse it. <laughs> Rewind. Uh, Rewind. So Dude. she got hit by a car. No. Nope. <laughs> and it was spring. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's uh, it's a memory, uh, and the perspective is from an adult standing behind the man and child that are walking, mm. and a similar thing happens, but it's because the adult that was following along behind says, "Hey, look out!" And the the man pitches the little girl out of the way and is hit by the car. Mm-hmm. So because she gave the warning, mm. the man died, not the little kid. But if you're gonna load that up into the, the dome, we can do that. Yeah, let's 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 cool. do that. I wanna Oh boy. So having just walked inside <laughs> the dome and standing under the tree, everything like slowly derezzes out of focus. No, wait, wait. And then you're just standing in this big black dome. Um, How do you literally chases this tree? Um, and then you see, like, the lights. It's sort of like the inside of a geodesic dome, right, with the, that triangular patterns everywhere. And the lights roll up the sides, and it begins to project this beautiful fall walk into the sunset. Um... And it's on pause until you start it, but there's, it's exactly like the, the photo picture. Yeah. yeah. And I think 
all of the like staring blankly at was an ashtray, right? Yeah. Mm. Disappears when they see the the father and daughter. Do you take a close look at the father and daughter? Yeah. Okay. I think um, because they looked at the picture so much, they walked around. Yeah. Um, you, as you walk around, you see that there's, it's almost like just a silhouette mm-hmm. standing like from the perspective of who would be remembering this, but there's no person standing there. It's just sort of a ghostly outline. Um, the little girl looks almost like a much younger version of Leah. Mm -hmm. And why don't you roll, uh, Empathy Insight for me? That's three successes. Oh! (laughs) Very good. Okay. Uh, so, you realize, oh shit, so the little girl looks like young Leah, Leah looks like a young Lilith. Oh. Um, and the man standing there, you don't recognize. Okay. From the point of view that it's being projected from, mm-hmm. um, the little Lilith slash Leah is being observed by another viewer. Um, Is the person whose POV it's from visible, or is it just kind of a void? Uh, It's just sort of like a ghostly outline. Cut out. You don't get any features of them at all. Yeah. And finally, kind of like snapping out of what's almost like panic, looks to Kestrel. And before they can speak, they actually point to the hallway where Lil's body is. Mm -hmm. This is her. This is, she's, this little girl is dead out there. This is Lilith? And Leah. Imperfect memories make perfect memories. So Leah is built after Lilith. At least in this moment. Do you think your memory came from here? No, my trauma's not from my memory. I'm not chasing trauma. And they look back to where the tree was. I'm chasing a miracle. It's worth chasing. Much better thing to chase. You think it's here? Someone made all these trees. Have you ever seen a tree? In person? No. Someone has. All right. Leah. Living person. Job first, trees later. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good place to call it for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, we will do uh, promotions and humanity next time. It's already getting late. Okay. Um, so, if you'd write that down, Sam. Yeah. Thank you. Guys, yeah. Sam is the best note taker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so spoiled. You, um, so... Uh, Thank you for joining us for episode four of Burning Bright here on Happy Jack's RPG Network. Um, We will be back next week, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific, uh, or anytime after that on YouTube. 
uh, that you can find our episodes. Um, yeah. I'm super excited how this is working out. <laughs> uh, remember how I said there's the whole countdown of things happening? Yeah. yeah. Thrilled. Yep. Everything's fine, you guys. Yeah, it's great. Totally fine. Um, and I'm, I'm also super excited because we're about to get to the... We're nearing the end of this arc, which means that we can get into the more fucked up stuff that I've created. Ah! 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 It's worse! <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're better. Me. From a certain point of We're view, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, um, the other announcement is that we do plan to be here for most of the month of October. Uh, however, uh, Tuesday night, Halloween night on the 31st, we will not be here in the studio. Um, we'll be haunting you. There's many things to do on Halloween night. Uh, in my case, I am bound. By shackles to my front door to keep giving out candy to an endless horde of ghouls and goblins. Uh, I'm not kidding. Like we give away probably 750 to a thousand pieces of candy, Jeez. one per kid. Um, this is a Tuesday night, so maybe we'll be closer to the 750 line than than when it's the weekend and then it's free for all. I mean, I the last when it was on the weekend last, I had to shut down. Like, we were out of candy at 9.15. Wow. Um, and I was like, look, I buy a lot of candy, but I can't yeah. I can't do that. Damn. I, I would love to be that guy that could give out whole candy bars, but unless the Powerball comes through, that's not happening. Uh, so You'll be in a different neighborhood. Mm. I keep the house just to give out whole candy oh. bars. Oh. For sure. Um, because Halloween's also my birthday. Yeah. Oh. So I celebrate in my own way by giving candy to kids. Cute. Uh, and I'm super proud of my son. He came up with the coolest Halloween costume this idea this year. He wants to be the anonymous murderer in like a mystery movie where you never see them at the beginning of the movie. You just see the murder and like a glove or like the back of a trench coat. So he's like, I'm like, I'll just get you like a black morph suit and a trench coat and gloves. And he's like, great. That's awesome. Perfect. And I was like, that's great. That's a great idea. Uh, Anyway. um, Yes. Thank you to James in the chat for keeping the chat room a safe place for everybody. Uh, because without help like that, we'd be inundated with the horrors of the internet. Uh, <laughs> and they are numerous and strong. So thank you oh. for your hard work. Thank you also uh, to the Patreons of Happy Jack's RPG that support this channel and all of the cool equipment that we get to sit here and use to broadcast out to you guys. Um, Happy Jack's doesn't take money for sponsored games or ads. Everything that we're here to do, we are doing because we're having fun and we're interested in the topic and we like it. Um, yeah, you can join Patreon at happyjacks.org Patreon. Do not feel entitled to do so uh, unless you can afford it, right? I'm not going to be the guy that's like, you know, skip lunch one day and send us money. That's rude and terrible. Um, so if you can and you want to support us and our mission to just have fun and try and provide good stories for all of you at home, that would be great. And I would be honored to receive that support. Um, yeah. What else am I supposed to say at the end? I I skipped two weeks and I forget everything. (laughs) Uh, thank you to all the Raiders that have stopped by tonight. We've got several and that's awesome. 
Uh, and then let's go around the table one more time. Hello, I'm Sam. Uh, I play Kestrel, your friendly neighborhood sanitation engineer. She likes to take the trash out the window. Yeah! <laughs> um, you can find me on the internet at Red Pandroid on most of the socials. Um, and I just reopened my shop uh, in time for Halloween because I have a new uh, fun, I guess Halloween design up. Um, a t-shirt that says, hot skeleton people in your area want to sin with you. Um, and it has nice skeleton illustrations on it. So go check it out at stearnastore.com. Um, <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I don't have uh, hot skeletons in your area. Um, just one, lukewarm. Um, you can find me all over the internet as Estelle of Imladris, uh, where you can see me doing a lot of this and talking about uh, the empowering nature of telling stories with people that you enjoy telling stories with that are fun and sometimes extremely dark. Um, and on Saturday, you can find me in the uh, Glorious Return post uh, Big Bad Con of Transplanter RPG's second campaign, The Chaos Protocol, where I play Mr. Zanin Esh, who is a tragic gay purple cowboy, and we are nearing the end of our first arc, and it's so exciting and deeply scary, um, where we will be um, eventually transitioning out of the Wild Sea to unknown new realms! But we're not there yet. We have to finish what we're doing in the Wild Sea. It's going to be totally fine and normal, and not at all us being attacked by a Leviathan. Um, and that's all I have going on at this very second. Stay tuned. Watch this space. Anyways, but also watch this space for future uh, Kai content. <laughs> please, Gusto. Please take it away from me. <laughs> no, please keep going. <laughs> I never went again. Yes, my name's Gusto, and um, you can find me on Twitter as well as Facebook and Instagram. If you follow me on Twitter, you're here, my left uh, field theories on game design and role-playing games. And um, yeah, so follow me there. That's all I have going right now. Take it away. <laughs> hey, everybody. I am Joey, and I was the hot skeleton in your area um, for this game. Uh, and you can find me on all the socials at either Feywild or Feywild85. That's F-E-Y-W-I-L-D-E-85, or just Feywild. Uh, if you are in the Orange County area and you like Shakespeare and you like drinking, uh, you should come see our production of Macbeth through Drinkspear at Lone Wolf Brewery at 8 p.m. in your Belinda. Uh, you can see me in full drag being the baddest bitch in all of Shakespeare's mm -hmm. lexicon. And it is so much fun. And I want you there uh, to see me make a complete fool out of myself. So mm -hmm. go do that. That's all I got. <laughs> is Lady Macbeth another Catherine O'Hara character? No. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> because why if, not? if she was, I would die. No. So why I'm not? I'm excited no. to see what what the yeah. Lady Early this is. year I was Queen Gertrude in Hamlet as Moira Rose. Incredible. It's too powerful. It was, Hamlet. Yeah. Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, Hamlet. I, I Sitting on a bar stool in the audience. I wouldn't be sitting. I almost <laughs> fell off and over the railing out of the patio because I just started dying. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was great. Like uh, that. <laughs> Yikes. So uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you for joining us. Cheers.
This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.